What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey ladies and gents, this is your girl Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast. And we have another episode for you today and I'm super excited about our guest. Mm-hmm. Ron is in the building. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You Thanks are so real. welcome. Uh, let me, I'm going to just go ahead and relax because it's going to get a relaxing show. It so, is. You know, some people be like, yes. And, uh, you know. Uh-uh, we just going to so, go off of vibes. We're not right. even going to be so serious. Okay, let's go then. I like that. All right, so as y'all know, we don't have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. All right, I like that. So let's get into it. Badness. <laughs> for somebody to take that. So, um, as y'all know, we always start off with icebreakers. So, what is something as far as like the biggest lesson you learned this year? Whoa, I wish it was an S on that, but lesson. Um, biting off more than I can chew. Mm. Um, I feel like when we start something, we tend to look out. So, I'm a big picture person, mm-hmm. so I'll be mm-hmm. like. I'll be, <laughs> I'll create this this whole thing in my head, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what I can do? I can who I can go here, I can go here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just go off, and I forget that I have to start with just some simple as a spring. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Foundation. You know, it's it's it takes more components to build a pen mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. people expect. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you ever have a pen come off you notice all the different components so it's like i I bit off more than i can chew i'm i'm a big picture guy and i Mm -hmm. see the picture and so when it's so big and elaborate things that i do i tend to tell people and you got to understand that when you walk into a room with an idea it's hard to basically get people to buy in when you're the only one that understands the idea. That is true. And so that's what happened. So when I basically was like, yeah, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that, it's like you put on so many hats and it's like they're trying to catch up to who you are. And it got to the point to where I had to stop because there was people close to me that I talk every day and I you know, may express ideas or express like, you know, things I would like to do. And they couldn't, when people say, hey, you know, Ron, they're like, yeah, Ron, who? And they, they have to stop and think, who? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like the DJ, the guy that owns the kickback, the guy that, and they, oh, what's the kickback? Oh, a TV station? Yeah, and, but he got a radio too. And they're like, oh, yeah. And he, it's it got to the point to where it's so much and people ain't never seen nothing like that before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They ain't never just said to it themselves where I can watch TV, love a, a new show and whatever they're wearing as far as a necklace or a watch or something, I can grab because that's my favorite new actor. Yes. You know, so they didn't understand that and it was just me going in that room. So I'm just, one, I wouldn't say now, think about it, bite off more than I can chew. It'd be more like, like holding off on trying to hit a home run mm, you know that's good that's like that's good. i want tr- i was trying to hit a home run with elaborate great ideas which there are great but it's not about taking time but sometimes just people gotta understand it mm-hmm. you know um and they gotta see um the proof in the pudding mm-hmm. it's hard to explain something that people ain't never seen before and you're sitting there mad at them mm-hmm. because they don't understand so do yeah. you think it may be like the breakdown of the explanation of what you're trying to give? Yeah, uh, because when I think so far out, mm-hmm. when I talk to you, I'm thinking 
there when right. I need to bring you to phase one, mm-hmm. I'm talking to you on phase 37 because mm-hmm. I'm already built phase 37. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was basically talking to people and the breakdown was so elaborate because mm-hmm. not only am I giving you the the physical of what's there right. or what it can become. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people, sometimes they just want to see a candle as a candle. Yeah, that's true. You know, they, they just want to see it in plain sight. In plain just give sight. Tell me what it is. What is it? Oh, it's a candle. <laughs> but then the people that build those candles, they telling you that it's this. It feels good with this. You know, mm-hmm. you light this up and they can, you know, cleanse your skin. You ain't never seen somebody say, I light a candle to cleanse your skin. Right. Think about it. But <laughs> if you true. came across somebody said, you like this candle in the house and it cleans your skin, they're like, oh, oh, yeah. But if you get this ellipticus and you put this together, mm-hmm. you be like. It's a whole different story. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But because they're excited. So mm-hmm. I get excited about what I do, which is really cultivating, you know, and, and creating things for the advancement of African-Americans. Mm-hmm. So I love helping people. And so it's like when you start talking business or advancement, I get excited. You yes, know, you do. I get I really just excited. see the passion of you just talking yeah. about your vision. Yeah. So it's like it's just basically taking, taking back and when you break down stuff, just tell people it's a candle. Right. And if they want to know more, then you let them know more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's a candle. <laughs> Until you want more. <laughs> All right, Ron. Well, I always start off. Now we're going to get into our genuine conversation. Got you. I always start off. And this is a good segue because you kind of went to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Who is Ron? Um, Ronald Osborne. I'm a Gemini. I like walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> okay, my David favorite Sykes. food is uh, Chinese food. I love Italian. Mm-hmm. No, um... I love Italian. I'm social <laughs> entrepreneur. I think that's what you'll just title me as. Um, because I own different things. Yes, you do. Yes, you <laughs> I do. own different things and I'm very behind the scenes. Like mm-hmm. you'll be like, Hey, I need something. I'm a walking directory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. Walking directory or walking helping hand. So social entrepreneur. Anything that has a problem, I find the solution. Mm. And a lot of people don't really have and understand what that's called but it's called a social entrepreneur you see a problem you create the solution and then Mm -hmm. you provide the solution whether it be a platform or a product or a service Mm -hmm. and there you go but you're doing it out of love and not out of you know trying to gain um money behind it so a lot of people say oh well that's just a business well a business people going to well i'm gonna make a bar or i'm gonna get a hair you know hair care products Mm -hmm. like all right cool and then it's like they say they're helping, but okay, are you doing it for free? Mm. It's, that's a good question. So, with you doing it for free, I feel like certain times, I know with the podcast, I was I was doing initially, let's do interviews for free, and people was telling me, no, bro, you need to like start charging that. Mm-hmm. But some people don't get that. Mm-hmm. I can do this and just sit down and talk to people all day. Mm-hmm. And so, for you, why can you do the things that you do for free? Why can't I? Why can't you? Is it because it's a passion of yours or is it a gift of yours? I make my money through other ways. Mm. So take it like this. I I actually started off as a podcast. I did not know that. Yeah. The kickback started off as a podcast. Okay. It really did. I had a couch. I took my, I completely had my apartment, took the living room out and said, uh, between these hours, it's a podcast. The Mm -hmm. other hour is the living room. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I did my walls and then I had, I have my uh, removable um, wall panels you can get them for like 
twenty something dollars from Amazon and you mm-hmm. get like a whole pack of them mm-hmm. and then have my mic set it up, you know, do my little setup like you did the setup before here mm-hmm. and then have my podcast. And so I start off as a podcast and so people would say the same thing, Ron, you should start charging. I said, No, this is what I'm gonna do. I bring those people in, mm-hmm. right? So as I they talk about their business, what happens is they're actually doing reviews. Mm-hmm. So what's up? Yeah. I'll make my money <laughs> off the that? reviews. Yeah. Rather than trying to charge you to come do an interview. You know, mm-hmm. be like, man, whatever. I'm gonna do that interview mm-hmm. and guess what? After we do that initial interview, you provide that product and I'll do a continuation review. Wow. Now you got what? That's every time crazy. you drop a product, every time you drop a service, mm-hmm. I'm your person. To go to. Give me my money. That's legit though. And so you find ways to still like it's like a lead way to something else. Mm-hmm. I give you I give you what you need. Mm-hmm. Now I you, you I charge you what you want. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I make my money. Mm-hmm. So it's like I give um, like Park Ave right. Park Ave is the world's first mobile mall. Mm-hmm. So I take I have my radio station twenty four hours a day seven days a week running with independent music artists. So when people say I want to go shop. They go to a store. Mm-hmm. They go to legit all stores. It's all one huge marketplace. Mm-hmm. But each store is their own store. So it's mm-hmm. like you walking. Right. So it's like you had your own candle business and your hunger has her own necklace mm-hmm. and accessories. Rather than just being products just listed, you actually see each person's personality. Wow. And so I provided that for free. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, well, how are you making money? Well, every time somebody buys something, I get my percentage. Mm, so then, it's on the back end. It's on the back end. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a more person of back end things because when you st- when you're trying to charge people in the beginning, it's like, why am I paying you for something that's, that's not proven? Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. no proof in the pudding. You that's have true. nothing. And even when I do, I'm more I'm providing it to you for free at, at or at the lowest cost possible because I want to see you make it. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you have genuine people around you, I'm going to make my money regardless. I want, I want you to make your money mm-hmm. because guess what? When I walk through that door, I want you next to me. I don't want to walk on alone. Mm-hmm. So I've always felt like that. I've always gave a lot of stuff for free because I know I can do it on my own. Right. I can do your job. I can do mm-hmm. my job. I can do a lot of people's job because I have love and determination to do it. That's crazy. You know, and I make my money through other things. So right now I'll be building websites for people. And I'm, you know, you see me, you know, talking about about it. But if you Uh look at Park Ave 17, I built that from the ground up in every single store. Uh I built it. So people look at me like, oh, can you do me a website? Well, I built like 35,000 some websites. So it's like. So you're just a man of many hats. I got a lot of hats. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of, I got a cowboy hat. I got, (laughs) you know. (laughs) All different hats. So it's like, yeah, you just basically be, um, I always fear not being resourceful. Mm. I hate not being resourceful. Like, you know, some people are like, you can call on me. I, you can call on me for mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something, yeah. you know, not just for business talk. It can be for, you know, just mental health, you know, there's, mm-hmm. you know, people call me for like mental health issues or financial or who else called me? Somebody, somebody just, just 
Yeah, because you person. are like very open. I know when I first met you, you were just like, "What's up, Bree? This is what's going on. <laughs> How can I help you? I see this. Is what you got? This is what you got going on." I'm like, you know what? This is a really cool fella. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not one of those uppity. You know, mm-hmm. even when people contact, here's my number. Right. You know, some people they 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 want to be the business so bad without no business mentality. Like that's true. The number one the number one thing that a lot of businesses fell on is customer service, and they think it's saying thank you and putting your order in and packaging. But sometimes it's just being you know reachable. Can mm-hmm. I call you? Can I even? There are sometimes when I ain't gonna lie to you, like mm-hmm. I be on the go and stuff like that. That's why I'm very selective on certain podcasts and yeah. Oh, well, I'm very thankful. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> only I did less. Since I've started, I only did seven. Really? Yeah, I don't do too many. And you was already in the podcast community. Yeah, I don't do too many. Well, I'm very thankful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't do. I'm. I, I'm. I'm not gonna. My whole lifetime, I probably won't go past thirty. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a marketing. And so, with that, is there a situation where you do the background before you say yes? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come through. So, yeah. what does that look like when you look up certain platforms? Can you even get to season two? That's true. Yeah, you know I'm saying, can you get to season two? Um, what and how are you conducting it? Like, there's people they just basically have like um, club promoters and and people sitting on the couch drinking henny, smoking a blunt, <laughs> talking about um, you know current events, quote unquote. But it's really mm-hmm. just drama and gossip. Like, what are you doing? What do you provide? How are you affecting the community? Can my daughter or my son? You know, or other people look at your podcast and actually say, I want to be like that person. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I mean, because people don't have those conversations, but that is real. Yeah, you know, that's the first thing you said. How real can we get? Yeah. How real can we get? Like, that's real. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people just say, I want to start a podcast. A podcast is nothing but taking Facebook and MySpace and putting an audio Not tool MySpace. behind it. Think about it, though. <laughs> Think about it. Or Twitter. Like, people, it's easy to write something on Twitter and dip. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's hard to, it costs money for that. It costs yeah. money for this. Yeah. You know, that book. Yeah. You know, putting your clothes on. Mm-hmm. I can easily be in underwear or in a towel and make a tweet and say I'm just affecting the community. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You can talk, you can be verified all you want. You're not doing anything for the community. Mm-hmm. You're really not. Yeah. Because if Twitter goes down, there goes your... That's it for you. That's it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, if Instagram goes down, that's it for you. Yeah. You have nothing to stand on and say, hey, look, reach my stuff here. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to podcasts, people just be, they just want to be heard, you know? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. don't realize that you're literally one camera away from being, you know, a talk show. Yeah, that's to be true. Honest with you. I thought about that. Yeah, yeah actually, I actually thought about that when the last time I saw you. Oh, you saw what I? Yeah, you know I, I did it. I did it subconsciously. Really? Yeah. Oh, look at you! Every podcast has it, but it's only certain people. Mm-hmm. So you have to look. Thank you. You have to look, not mm-hmm. the beauty. Up, I said mm-hmm. you look. No, it's. Okay. I'm just saying you have the beauty because it's yeah. like you do the. Um, people. Every podcast do this thing here when people talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a natural thing, mm-hmm. but then it's like the certain questions and the understanding, and you have it, and all you gotta do is you're one camera away, in yeah. a stage. I really thought about like putting another camera right there so it can catch like side views and stuff. Well, it'd be perfect. You got the editor? 
Um, I do everything myself. It's the editing, the production. Oh, yeah, I'm just yeah, teaching yeah. myself as I go. You know what? <laughs> Me too. I never, yeah. never read a book about radio station. I just basically was in one. Yeah. Um, never did a class on making a website. I just took what I know. Um, a new, sorry, yeah, mm. grammar too, apparently. I, I mean, it happens. Together. It happens. But <laughs> it's just, when you self-taught, it's kind of like getting your own car rather than somebody paying for it. Mm. You know, somebody give you a car, you mm-hmm. just go dog it out. It, oh, you can drive it, don't worry about it. But when you gotta pay for it, man. you treat that bad boy more careful. Man. <laughs> you wanna make sure you know how to use it from the beginning to end because this is your money. Yes, so that's how it is. So, but yeah. I'm, f- I'm sorry, I feel like we went off topic. My it's bad. all good. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so, um, I do want to talk about as far as like you going to HBCU because you went to PE. The greatest school in the world. You better stop it right now. Okay. Uh, Don't do TSU like that. Oh, that's what you uh-huh, uh-huh, I got to go. Uh-huh, sorry, everybody. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. Um, <laughs> and so, when did this entrepreneurship? attitude come and in, um, involved was it due to you know high school was it at pv was it later from pv it was a mustard seed mm-hmm. as an adolescent as a as a as a child because okay. my grandfather owned his business my mother my father and my two uncles all had businesses my grandfather was the only successful one. He actually made clothes, like so mm-hmm. the sweaters we have on. He actually cut them and stuff like that. Shut up. Yeah, so he did that. My dad built built computers from the ground up, like built them. That's crazy. And stuff like that. And of course, my other people had business. But anyway, it was a mustard seed in my head, like mm-hmm. you know, just a mustard. Seed. I'm going to own my business. I'm an entrepreneur, but I didn't know what. Mm-hmm. It took me to go to PV um, and become a DJ. Mm-hmm. The minute I went to PV. I found myself. Mm-hmm. I was lost. You know, even I'm from Dallas, you lost when you're in your, when you don't move. Yeah. And Everything is the same. Everything's the same. <laughs> the same food place, the same yes. people, the same ideologies is what changed people. Mm-hmm. So I was always open-minded, but I couldn't express myself to people that was closed-minded. Right. So what happened was I went to PV, became a DJ, because I had a love for music. I had like... 5,000-some songs, whole bunch of CDs, whole bunch of, you know, music on my PlayStation and stuff. And so I had two subs because my uncle, I had told my uncle the summer before I wanted to start making beats because I had got a computer. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to do something outside and play solitaire on it. So <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm going to start making beats. I have love for music. Music basically brought me out of a depressional state. Depression is real. I have to learn that. Crazy. But that's a whole other topic. Mental health is very serious, everybody. But... Other than that, you have this dude that just literally is trying to figure out what he's doing. Went to PV, came across so many different people. The Houston mm-hmm. mindset is different. So different. Um, and then you have in California, you have in people coming from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You have all these different ideologies, and you sometimes some not, not all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's for real. But you having a potluck of different mindsets, mm-hmm. and nobody's under their parents thumb yeah and so it's what happened, freedom it's freedom mm-hmm. and it's freedom of expression is the number one because i noticed that a lot of black families will cut something down if it's not deemed cool mm-hmm. in the black community mm-hmm. a person a male in gymnastics is not cool yeah. a female um dj mm-hmm. is not cool mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying without you know they if it's that's why you don't see black people owning 
uh, corner stores because it's not cool. It's not cool. They actually own a boutique and mm-hmm. hair salons and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but they won't own a corner store. Why do you think, like, where does that stop to where we can be open to any possibilities or opportunities that may come to us versus us staying in a box? Well, it's me where I've came from, and I've seen it comes from, like, um, no matter how how much you lie to yourself about you care what people think, you care what people think. Mm-hmm. And so nobody wants to be the... You ever think of it like this? Let me try to give a backstory. What kind of music you listen to that's not hip-hop and rap? Neo Soul. That's not that. That's not that. Okay. Um, um, I do listen to contemporary. Okay, then. So now let me ask you a question. Do you listen to contemporary around your friends? Um, it depends on who. See what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it depends on who. See what I'm saying? See how the fact is that you have to stop, but you can play Neo Soul anytime. That's true. You can play R&B. You can play rap anytime That's because true. it's cool in your car. That's true. But you ain't never seen somebody play gospel on the way to the club. That is true. You see what I'm saying? That's true. So they only play it on Sundays or you play it by yourself. You seem to have to be yourself by yourself. Mm. If you get what I'm saying? So a person can say, would have the backing of their family or friends whenever they come to an idea the same way that you went to somebody in your life and said, mm. I'm going to start a podcast, but you chose who. That is so true. You think about that. <laughs> you chose who that. because you don't, you you just needed somebody to give you that push. Mm-hmm. And what happens is very nobody. Very selective with that You're very selective with your ideas and yeah. your dreams. And so what happens is, is that the minute you get past you can't find somebody to say, hey, I want to open up a corner store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't be like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But never put anything. You have to, You don't have that, that accountability partner mm-hmm. that literally is invested into your ideas as much as you. Yeah, that makes You're going to fail. makes a difference. So what happens is, is that the reason why we don't see corner stores, we don't see um, gymnastic places, we don't see... Um, art galleries, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Hell, we drink all this soda, but you don't see a black-owned soda company. You don't. You ever think about that? And we just getting chips, the hood chips, what they called. But you, if you think about it, just like a lot of other places, mm-hmm. there are things that put black faces. But it's not owned by us. Think of it like this. Um, I hate to put it like this. You know, mm-hmm. I own Mellon News, right? Mm-hmm. Mellon News is owned and operated by two black people. Mm-hmm. Me, which is, I'm 30, and a young girl named Constance, she's a CEO. She's twenty four. Come on. She just CEO graduated. 24? She just graduated from uh, Texas State. She's a CEO of a whole news network, and I'm an owner. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you look up Black News Network, you come and find one. It's called uh, Black News, actually, mm-hmm. and they are a TV station. It's one guy. He's black, mm-hmm. but below him, it's all white males. Crazy. That's how a lot of our companies are to have a black face. So Uh those chips, you know, Nike. Uh Think about it. Look up the CEOs in Nike. Really? Look them up. I never thought. Look at a lot of things that have black faces on it. Uh But they don't put the black people behind pushing it. No. Look at the black people in marketing. Because we are the popular culture. We are we are a trillion dollars worth. That's yes. our that's our net worth. Yes, so we are. In order to basically get that, if I just gotta basically easily just put a black face in front of it and say Black Lives Matter, then I'm gonna give you my, I'm gonna get that money. Don't but if a black company but if a black company says the same thing, mm-hmm. people are like, ah oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, back to what I was saying, like basically, um, 
in order to be cool, we just gotta like basically we just gotta have a cultivator of people that just don't give a fuck. I agree. Like, think about it. We buy all just this going jewelry. For it. We buy all this jewelry, but here's Zell when we when you wanna propose to somebody, you don't go to a black jeweler. You sure do not. You go to Zell's, you go to Jared's, you mm-hmm. go to that. When you wanna buy your, your young lady something, uh Pandora. Mm-hmm. You gonna go you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying because it's a bad thing. Accessibility is. Yes. I came I came off of Camp Wisdom and came to a damn store. Mm-hmm. It wasn't black owned. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's black people in it working, mm-hmm. but it wasn't black owned. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like a corner store is way cheaper than asking for a grocery store. Yeah. Everybody wants the big thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants their own Amazon, but they don't realize, well, it took people with books. How many black authors you know? Right. Okay. Now you done got the segue. So let's talk about the kickback. Okay. As you introduced it to me, it's the black Amazon. It's more than that. Um, the kickback itself is what is a, a okay, I'll tell you the background of the name. Mm-hmm. All right. So the kickback comes from me DJing and actually having kickbacks. Right. I didn't know what a kickback was. Okay. I know what a kickback was. What it was was basically it allowed me to have my friends come over and during this time of enjoying music mm-hmm. and alcohol in a stripper pole. Yes, I had a stripper pole. Not a stripper pole. Yeah, I had a stripper pole. Oh, you was turning it up? Yeah. In the midst of all that, once we turned up, mm-hmm. we sat down, we talked about business the mm-hmm. next day. We talked about life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We we put the medicine in the candy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And as we kept bringing all these people in, what it was was networking. And yes. I created an entire network mm-hmm. just by basically having a party. So those people that came into the party are forever my friends now. Mm -hmm. And those Mm -hmm. people that came into the party are are connected to each other Mm -hmm. to where they have a business. They have a business. They don't need me anymore. They instantly connect just because they met at a party with a stripper pole on it. So I created a network. Mm -hmm. So a community. The Kickback is a community that has TV, that has radio, that has shopping, that does all those different things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Consult anything that we need, we can do. All it takes is for like, you know, like say, okay, like you need something. I'm in this community, I can just go here and grab it to boost and now we working together. You mm-hmm. know, like do you, um, when you do your audio and your, your TV, uh, not TV, but your visual, mm-hmm. do you have a theme song playing? Uh, not in the background, but at the intro and the outro, yes. There you go. Is mm-hmm. it a, is it an underground artist? No, it's actually somebody made it for me. So it's exclusively there mine. There you go. Mm-hmm. But see, not too many people do that. Um, see what I'm saying? I actually need to get that trademark. You got me thinking now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Remember the Jamie Foxx show? Yes, I do. What did you do for a living? You um, jingles. jingles. Yes, he did. And so, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Let's, you know, it's be real. When you're in a place and you're receiving a lot of resources and it's outside of your culture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like certain times you have to use those resources to get where you want to be so you mm-hmm. can bring your people up. Yeah. Is there something wrong with that? Yes and no. Why? Okay, come on. Tell me why. Which which one you want to know? I want to know why it is a bad thing. Because... There's two things wrong with it on my book. One, if you did it, how long did like what's wrong with me researching how you did it? 
re, you know, reverse engineering and actually putting a black face in front of it. Mm-hmm. Because when I, you know, patronize with you, I'm building, I'm doing your service. Because when you get that money, you take it to your community. Right. You get what I'm saying? So with just the time, now there are things to where people got to look at it too. You helping me, but who are you helping? Mm. Think of it as uh, I just noticed in the NBA, they just basically put Black Lives Matter and did all this campaign on the yeah. floor, mm-hmm. but 85% just donated to the Republicans. Oh, shut up. I didn't know that either. You didn't know that, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So I have to make sure that if I'm going to, I can't, I can't do something for the community and then basically do something else mm-hmm. that's going to hinder what I'm doing. I'm just ignorance you know for me but if there's somebody that's like okay let me pull you up right and then you like i eventually want to be where you are anyway okay and so let me do what i can here and it could just be a month and i learned a lot within a month yeah, right i'm not saying that's and then bad you just come up and like okay ryan yo i just learned this i know that you're good in this I field do it all the time. Do that. we do it all the time mm-hmm. i do it when i go to a job i learn how that works you know what i'm saying yeah but i'm saying as far as business i'm thinking when you said that business connections like uh like you know um, somebody reach you out and say like you have all these different people want your podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have like two black owned but 17 white owned oh, no, no, you no, get what no, I'm saying no. yeah, that's, that's where I'm coming from um, of course the white owned might provide way more resources and different mm-hmm. things and the black owned be like hey look I'm just now starting this is what I'm trying to do you can be the Mount Rushmore you can be the top person they, they provide you with the ability to make your name and keep all your content and rights while the whites say, hey, well, you know, you come over here, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're going to provide all this, but, you know, stuff like that. But I don't mind going and learn something from people. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from YouTube, and they don't look like me. That's true. You know, That's I learned true. a lot from YouTube. I learned that people people talk about reading books. They always talk about rich dad, poor dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ain't black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They always talk this stuff. And the same people that are black telling you to read this or follow this or they're giving this information all information is number passed down mm-hmm. a lot of stuff i learned is passed down or uh, through experiences or through reading or you know um watching videos or just understanding something it's mm-hmm. okay to go to somebody of another culture um there's a young girl named melody garcia mm-hmm. great person mm-hmm. she has a podcast too i just uh, was on uh she is hispanic of course last name garcia mm-hmm. but I t- Melanie had called me straight up. She said, hey, Ron, like, I really love your company, but I'm Mexican. Mm-hmm. And how can I fit in? I said, Melanie, are you basically trying to bring us down or bring us up? She That's said, I'm trying to bring us up, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we deserve more. It's like even in Hispanic uh, community, and it's another guy named Joey. He basically said the same thing. He said, mm-hmm. I like what you're doing, but, bro, I'm Mexican, and you mm-hmm. keep talking about you know, black empowerment. I said, dude, I'm going to do for me. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I said, but you got opportunity in the kickback too. Mm-hmm. As long as you trying to build us up. Because that's what the goal is. That's what the goal is. Uh-huh. And I said, at the end of the day, we can work together because I know there's a press, you know, brown people and y'all going to work out. That's mm-hmm. all for. Mm-hmm. I have to work off of black. And you have to realize that if you're okay with that, mm-hmm. then it's okay. I'm looking as within the kickback the black people are going to be 98 percent majority mm-hmm. the same way you go into a mall yeah give me my majority here's your minority mm-hmm. i'm sorry yeah but you're not asking 
we're not going to Telemundo and asking for a show. That's true. You get what I'm saying? That's we true. let you do your thing. Uh -huh. But when there's companies that are, let's be diverse, Telemundo ain't saying I'm being diverse. Yeah. They're giving you Hispanic culture mm -hmm. in their language. They never get an English word in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not even in their news. Yeah. Why we have to be that way too. Yeah. I I so agree. And I do feel, I mean, that's a great, that's a great picture of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because it is for the black people. Melanews, we talked about untapped. And I want to get into all of those. Mm -hmm. But I do feel as far as like your vision, it's going to be eventually like a BET situation. Don't ever come back. Not this point. I mean, it's like a BET situation. We already know. Before like, they got bought Before home. they got, exactly. Yeah. And so... I want to talk about the different branches of the kickback. I already bet that. Which one you want? Which one's your favorite? I one? want to start from the very first one, and then we're gonna move up to Untapped. Very first one was um, a crazy part about it. The very first one was a radio station, so I'm kind of coming back to music. But where you, when I first met you, television. I know that was a big one for a lot of people. Uh, what happened was I went and uh, became an owner of. Um, over 25 TV channels, and I basically Crazy. just uh, came and went and used those to basically provide representation. We don't have representation in television. Mm -hmm. We talk all that stuff, but a lot of actors that we have are still on white networks, and they at least got to put in a gay or a slave role, mm. you know, to, to get to where they're at. Look at all the major comedians from Martin to Tyler Perry to... Um, um, Jamie Foxx and different things that they no disrespect, but they had to do that mm -hmm. in order to do that. Why you don't really see Leonardo DiCaprio or Tom Cruise and different things like that doing what they have to do? They just basically being themselves. That's true. Um, you don't see you see black people having to be slaves, or mm -hmm. uh, it took Halle Berry to basically have sex with a white man in Monsters sure Ball did. to have a. You know, you know, a nomination while you seeing um, a lot of other white women counterparts just haven't been a evil boss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. So I sat there and I started to kick back television wise because it started off. I had radio stations and I did the whole shopping. But I said, there's something missing mm -hmm. in our community that we are not realizing. And I, and I stopped. And I kept looking. I said, man, it's always the same stuff. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of seeing the same. And I, no disrespect to the dude, I was just getting tired of Tyler Perry. Mm -hmm. I really was tired of, I respect the guy hustle. Mm -hmm. I was tired of the same story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get the mm -hmm. same storyline. I said, I said, bro, we're in more than broken homes. Mm -hmm. We're more than, you know, um, soul food. We're mm -hmm. more than, you know, light skin and dark skin. We're more than a drama. And I feel like we keep getting the same. I said, there are some great people out here. Yes, and there's some great shows. And why can't we have, you know, the black superheroes without the word black in it? Mm -hmm, why can't mm -hmm. we have, you know, um, you know, like our own, like, just friends without, we have like the different world and the girlfriends, but show friends, mm -hmm. Boy Meets World, Dawson, mm -hmm. you know, all these different, Hillary Duff, why can't, have you ever seen a show with like, you know, the Hillary Duff type of uh -huh, thing? Uh-huh, uh-huh, Lizzie McGuire. Have you ever seen <laughs> any other show outside of That's So Raven that's like that? I, you're, yeah, That's So Raven is the only one I could think of. Yes. I know there was um, Taina, she was for the Hispanic culture. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that, well, because it's skater. Look how you're struggling. I am struggling. <laughs> That's what, so when I, I created the kickback, I said representation. I said our main representation was news, which I'll yeah. get into Miller News real quick, but our main rep, we had, we lack representation. That's how true. can we keep talking? How can you keep yelling and, you know, asking for representation and equality yeah. on another man's lawn? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Why can't we have our own house? Now, granted, like this table, why can't we sit here? This table is small, mm -hmm. right? Right now, it's just maybe can fit maybe three more people mm -hmm. comfortably, right. you know, depending on how <laughs> big they are. Yeah. But why can't we get our own table? Why we got to keep looking over there to go mm -hmm. get somebody else's table? Yeah. So I said the kickback is their own table. We need to bring on representation. So here's movies. Here's, you know, our films, com you know, comedy, different things like that. And I said, the main thing we lack is news. Mm -hmm. I said, news has the power to uplift the community, but also uh, convict a man before they even have a trial day set. Mm -hmm. I said, we don't even have that power. So mm -hmm. I created Mellow News. And um, I'm going to Mellow News. Yeah. Mellow mm -hmm. News is basically. You're giving us your timeline. It's, it's, sto it's our stories and our, represent our, our perspective. Our story. I changed it so many times. Our stories, our perspective. Mm hmm. No, our stories, our viewpoints. Yeah, we changed it. We finalized it. Mm -hmm. Our stories, our viewpoints. So basically, um, when you cut on the news, it's always negative, mm -hmm. majority of the time. Um, but whenever representation of African Americans come onto your television show, they always go into the hood. They always get somebody that looks raggedy. Yes. And then they only put them in front of the camera. When there's a murder, mm -hmm. when there's some type of equality rally, mm -hmm. injustice, and racism. And I have to add to that, when it comes to the news, I feel like um, the black women, I don't feel like they have in their corner um, as far as for people to make them look presentable. Like the wigs that they gotcha, wear gotcha, yes. is not there. Their makeup is not there. And I feel like that's a lack you know why? too. Come on. Behind the scenes, who do they... Those makeup artists that they have contracts with. Mm -hmm. It's not us. In order to bring you in, they <laughs> have to bring somebody that knows your skin. That's true. They have to bring somebody that knows your hair. Mm -hmm. They're having people that are used to the white people hair and white people's yep. skin tone, so they have makeup for them. Mm -hmm. They don't understand kinky hair. We're the only hair that actually grows up. Mm -hmm. Right now, I might go down to his dreads because right. it's heavy, <laughs> mm -hmm. but think about a fro. It grows naturally up. That's true. There's nobody else's hair like that, mm -hmm. and it naturally grows like this. Mm -hmm. It naturally curls. Everybody has straight up. and mm -hmm. That's why life's... I, I personally feel like life's can't be in black people hair because they get confused. <laughs> Because <laughs> they'll get turned around. Not it's not a straight shit. arrow. It's mm -hmm. you turn it, the next you know, you back and you, you get lost, you get confused. That's yeah. why lights can't really be black people. Yeah, they sure. don't know where they're going. But <laughs> they get a little lost. They get a little lost. But yeah, so news was big. And I said, that's our issue. Yeah. That's an issue that we need to have is not to report the news, but just provide representation mm -hmm. on other things outside of those four because we're more than that. Why keep putting us on national TV when there's so much pain, hatred, murder? Yes. You know, I am telling you that this guy, George Zimmer, just killed this this boy for basically nothing. Mm -hmm. And you telling me to be, yeah, that wasn't even all right. Yeah. yeah. 
that could have been my son. Hell, that mm-hmm. could have been me. Mm-hmm. That could have been my cousin. Yeah. And you're sitting here wanting me to compose myself. Yeah. And you're laughing at it. Mm-hmm. So you're you're plastering me, and people think that that going in here, black people are made for entertainment reasons on white networks. Mm-hmm. And I just got fed up with it. So I said, look, we need more representation. So I want us to talk about health. I want us to talk about sports without having just the football and basketball players. I want. Why is it that I see white journalists mm-hmm. and players mm-hmm. and not flipped? Yeah. You know, um, why can't we have our representation? I'm not trying to go against, you know, everything. You just, make, just like you said, you just creating your own table. I'm creating my own table. And my own table said, hey, I see that. I don't like that. Here I am. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is that when it comes to news, we just, why can't we provide stories that's going on in our community that helps us and basically change our mind because if all you see is death and hatred in the black community you're going to basically work your ass off to get away from that so much Mm -hmm. but like i walk i'll walk into a spot in south dallas and see nothing but opportunity Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's like i can walk in here and i'm like yeah we can do that do you know boom 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 make something happen Mm -hmm. compared to trying to go somewhere in richardson or something and they're saying, yes, mm, no. Yeah, all straight nose. All straight nose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because they don't, they didn't, but we can't get mad because they did not build their structure for us. That's true. And it's not about get up and leave. It's just people got to realize, stop trying to infringe and say, you need to represent us. It's like, bruh, we can represent ourselves. That's true. And we've been representing right. ourselves, but you don't like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you getting mad? Like, it's a black coffee shop. There's one in Fort Worth. There's one in Dallas, Mm -hmm. right, that we know. Why is it that you're so mad at Starbucks for not representing us? Hell, Mm -hmm. they didn't build that company, say, in the the bylaws, black representation, Hispanic representation, LGBT representation. They didn't give a damn about none of that. That's why I had a problem with all of a sudden – uh, free coffee for our um, African-American people or we love our African-American artists within our company. Y'all wasn't doing that at the beginning. Exactly. When you built that company, you people got to start looking into it. That's why it's bigger to say support black businesses because not all black businesses, don't get me wrong, or for the black community, but hell, I'd rather take a 90% chance. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then say hopefully that when I spend this dollar that in returns, it'll come back to my community. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There are people need to realize that stop trying to force these companies to do something that they never had mm-hmm. intentions, intentions to do. They didn't intend for you <laughs> to get that. mad and be like, I want African American representation. I want Hispanic, well, it's like Latina X now, representation, uh, LGBTQ plus, I put the plus on that, mm-hmm. representation. Um, I'm, get the fuck, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you gotta Go do your own. own. There's so much. Mm-hmm. COVID took away so many people's businesses, but it opened up so many opportunities. And sure people don't did. realize that. Sure did. Now landlords are trying to buy. Look, I need you to get this space mm-hmm. because I can't afford this no mm-hmm. more. I took a hit. Please come buy this space. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. So there's spaces and opportunity. There's more people doing things online. There's more people coming back. Um, and and coming back with a second business, yeah, with a podcast or a second business or a you know, there's teachers that made nothing but mask, and there's people that I know 
that are doing homeschool. So mm-hmm. why are you forcing the answers to this? If they're not teaching you well, get five or six teachers together, open up a school. That's good. They, oh, that's good. That is so, I said yeah. that in very simple in the less mm-hmm. than five seconds. Mm-hmm. Did you know in Texas that you can homeschool? You can actually open up a homeschool and an actual virtual school without having to do that much paperwork? I did not know that. Did you? Yeah, it's crazy. But I hope for our listeners, yeah. you know, the educators, think about stuff yeah. like that. I, I got mad at my best friend. My best friend teaches in Dallas. And I told her, I said, how many teachers? You know, I said, I know a lot. And they was mad and upset about they was forcing them back into COVID. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, let me tell you something. If I was in your position, see, I'm not going to do it because that's not my lane. Right. You know, I'll tell you right now, teachers missed a mark to make over a million dollars this year. Mm-hmm. This is why parents emotionally did not want to take their kids back to school. Mm-hmm. Still don't. Mm-hmm. Teachers did not want to go back into school. Mm-hmm. Still don't. Mm-hmm. They could have said, let's band together, make a virtual website mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Virtual, you know, have a virtual website. That's all teachers are doing now. They're just using Zoom. Zoom. That's you it. basically, you, you're not realizing how fucked up you really are. Mm-hmm. You could have literally got together said, hey, look, I have three English teachers, three math, three social studies, and we can pretty much provide our own history, too. Oh, that's good. So we can... we you can have start. more control on it. You can have more control. I just named less than 20 people, right? And so, and maybe some people to do, like, the, uh, the upkeep of it. Right. You can actually have it to a students can come into a math class on Zoom. Mm-hmm. There's a Zoom link. Go into the math class at 10 o'clock. Yeah. That's what you need to do. I can teach my kids this. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, what about food? You know how many chefs are doing meal preps? So many. And that's just another black um, person that get on your team. You talking about, well, we're feeding our kids wrong. Here's the chefs giving you some gluten-free or whatever. Yeah. That actually will go to it. If your family don't eat pork, but the school is forcing it on them, mm-hmm. and now your child is forced to be starving because they just giving them a, what, a, a pork rib. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they ain't giving them no other choices. Yep. And it's all commercialized, microwavable food. You talk, you talk about McDonald's, but look what you're letting your kids That's eat. You so you eat. telling me I could have got fifteen people, like twelve of them teachers, you know, uh, two of them IT, and another one just doing marketing, mm-hmm. social media marketing. Right. Fifteen people. Mm-hmm. I could have my own virtual school and have all these people in here. That's Contracted cool. out uh, for local. Um, um, food vendors and stuff like that mm-hmm. to drop off those foods for a week because that's what a meal prep is that's seven days is. a week mm-hmm. you could have got your breakfast lunch right there for your kids you could have had the, the parents pay to a tuition or something like that or mm-hmm. you could have you know uh, had the kids basically get into an extracurricular because they took it away auto mechanics you know mm, let's um, talk about these trades all yeah. those different trades yeah but guess what a lot of black people are so used to what's been given to them mm-hmm. and they don't realize like bruh they already effing us on business they effing us on education you know accessibility jobs we can create our own we can support our own and be able to live better but we a trillion dollars with the number one consumers mm-hmm. but we are we're low in, in business Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. What did your best friend say when you broke all this down? <laughs> no disrespect. She said, Yeah, that's cool. You know, 
I'm gonna pray on it. She's in class right now. I'm doing class, so that'd be the answer right there. Mm. People can't get out of Ooh. that mental. A mental state of mind is our mm-hmm. biggest thing, like because we feel like white is right. Mm. If I was a white man and told her that, she would have been did it. No disrespect to her, right? But there you go. That's, that's just what we used to. They have all the great ideas. That's why the kickback is isn't where. Isn't where it should be, even within a year, because it's I so great. I want to talk about that, because you went to Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And how was that your experience there? Um, Come on, you said we're going to be real. I'll be 100. I went to Shark Tank, but people don't realize this, that what Shark Tank does is that they have, when they come into a city, they have two casting calls, mm-hmm. not one. Mm-hmm. The main casting call you see on TV is majority white businesses. Mm-hmm. And they ask you to fill out applications and stuff like that. And they only take a certain select few of African. You have to put what you are. Mm-hmm. They only take a certain few of African-American businesses. Wow. In those, because you just can't pull up in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, but then you'll be behind waiting. You'll be like on a wait list and hope that they have time for you. Mm-hmm. So you have to register. The other day, which is the Sunday, that's Saturday on Sunday, they have it in a small marketplace and maybe two people that's not really, you know, they're there, but they're like, hmm, mm-hmm. representation. Right, just to be you. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they deal with black-owned businesses. So that's what they did. So when I went in there, this is how great my business is mm-hmm. and how they seen the power in it and they didn't want to invest into it. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what happened. So when I went in, I applied Wednesday and I got the confirmation Thursday to be there on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So in between that time, I'm literally trying to work together a, a pitch, all this different stuff, doing this. I did all call everybody, say, hey, look, I need to put your show on here. I can do this and do that. Cultivated, stressed out, only got like three hours of sleep, and I was working at during that time. When I went there, we all was in this room, nothing but black-owned businesses, a few white but mainly all black-owned businesses. It mm-hmm. was in the Soto Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Even the guy that ran it, black, the only black recruiter, like they put everything black to say, look, Shark Tank is doing something for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. So they did that. He had to, he even said the story, he had to basically present it to show the value of black-owned businesses to the, to the companies and stuff. Wow. So this is what happens, and this is how I show you how crazy shark tank and all those things are behind the scenes and how you think something's for you but it's really not so we went we was in this big huge room you don't mind me telling the story i'm listening oh, okay so we're in this big huge room it's kind of like think of a, a a classroom you got the long tables and the desk and you mm-hmm. got the teacher in front so he called in because you have to go in the group so he called in the first group and I'm like towards the bottom of the group, so I we said we all sat there. Everybody sat in the room. Some people got on the phone, kind of let kind of let the nerves go. So he kind of came back. He said, "Anybody want to kind of do their um a mock pitch?" Yeah. Everybody looking around, kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Me, I look at this. I said, "I'm not really coming. I'm coming to make, hopefully make a deal, but I know that I'm not where I want to be in order to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm there, but." I still have so much growth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I said, this is an opportunity for me to do what? 
that all these people know what I do. That's true, because you got a crowd. Boom. I look at it like that. Mm -hmm. What happened was I got up and I told them about the kickback. When I mind you, I kicked, I don't know if they can see it. Well, it's camera. Mm -hmm. They was like, <laughs> when I say they was like, excuse me. Oh my, this exists mm -hmm. for black people? Wait, are you a represent? I said, no, nah, I own the whole thing. Yeah. They said, we got our own TV network? They said, yeah, we got a radio station? Yeah. Marketplace? Are you, we can bump. I can have my own, you telling me, yeah. I can have my own cooking show. Yeah. And I can have people buy my spices below. Mm -hmm. I can have my own cooking show and I can put my friends on. Yeah. I can have a cooking show and I can have somebody has their own t-shirts. That's my cousin. I can wear that shirt and have them buy it below. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> and they said, wow. And I said, I know some music artists. I know pop. They said, dude. I need your business card. I mm -hmm. need this. I need that. I need the dude that ran it, the black guy that's a representative. He sat here and looked at me like, like, bro, they coming at you like you Shark Tank. Yeah. And he even told me, he said, bro, I said, look, I just gave him the pitch. Mm -hmm. He pitched his business to me. Shut up. I swear to God. I swear Maybe to God. you was in that predicament to know where you are going to be in the future. That's true. What happened was, I went to Shark Tank, and when I promise you that, they kept calling the groups. When I left, the people that that was before me that didn't get to talk to me stayed and waited for me. Mm -hmm. Companies like Sweatless, Reggie from Houston. I've heard of him. Reggie, yes. Sweatless is is a it, that company is on my on my platform. Me and Reggie talked for about a good hour. Um, this young girl Clover, she's a She's out in Dallas. I'm sorry, my foot got stuck. Mm -hmm. She's out here in Dallas. She was there just help with a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, she has her own vegan ice cream, black owned. She was just helping a friend. She there was a lady talking to me about her um credit repair business. Mm -hmm. Clover told the lady, Can you please leave? I need to talk to him. Mm -hmm. Till this day, I said, Clover, that was kind of rude. She said, <laughs> I don't care. I seen opportunity and right. I needed to, you know, say, I'm sorry, I got hot. Um, I needed to uh, talk to you. There was a line. There was a people pitching their barbecue sauce. There was people pitching all different Are ideas. I promise you, people. There was, there was people pitching. Even the people in Shark Tank, like, who were they talking to? Uh huh. Literally had a line to talk to me to bring their company. Either they know somebody in music, they know a podcast, they know a TV show, they got a sauce, they got something they want to bring because they seen it, the value of what I was doing. Indeed. I got to shark I got to speak in front of Shark Tank before I'm speaking to it. Reggie. Mm -hmm. No Reggie was pitching his idea to me in front of Shark Tank mm -hmm. door. Mm. He's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, look, this is what I got, this is what I got. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, look, let me finish this, and I'm, let's go talk, bro. Yeah. We went to go talk, but I promise you, I went to Shark Tank, and I pitched the idea to them. They said, I have never seen nothing like this before. I remember you telling me I that. have never seen nothing like this before. How did you, like, well, I went to Shark Tank. What month was that? I think it was February. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you know I started the kickback in September? It wasn't right. even six months old. That's right, that's it right. It wasn't even six months old, and I had, like, you know, authentically grew the Instagram thousand some people, you know, over six thousand some I I didn't even you I still fast. haven't even used a hashtag yet. Yeah, like you grew really, really I fast. haven't I haven't had a hashtag yet. And so what happened was um they basically said I've never in my life have seen they said, How do you 
how do you make your money? Yeah. And I told him, well, we make our money through advertisements, and then we also give 70% of the advertising we make to the people, mm-hmm. so they keep making content. So content, and they was like, well, that's a lot. I said, well, look at it like this. If I give them 70% of, that con- of the money, they're able to afford quality equipment to that's make quality true. shows. If I'm going to do the YouTube thing and give them 10% of the profit, how can they keep making great quality stuff? They're going to go broke before they even get a dime from me. That's true. People go into YouTube, and I told them, I said, people go into YouTube, and they become lost. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to find you. Mm-hmm. You want to spend $3,000 just to make a video, and I get 1,500 views, and I can't even get $100 back. Yeah, that's like, real. <laughs> I said, that is a problem. <clears throat> I said, this is what I'll do. You can still keep your YouTube followers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Keep your subscriptions, but we'll give you a, a, a schedule. I have all these channels. Yeah, We can say, okay, we're going to get What's Good Podcast every morning at 10 a.m. I'm sorry, I got hot. We got, we're going to get, <laughs> you know, I'm fat. <laughs> sweater. That's all good. So we got What's Good Podcast on um at 10 o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. That's a lot easier to say, to say, go to and subscribe or go here. That's true. Because what happens is they have to <laughs> do what? Yeah. Find you. And if you're not somebody that they truly, truly, truly like, yeah, you're you're always constantly going to look for that. But if I have it to where What's Good Podcast is at 10 o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I have... Um, um, you know, um, say my name podcast at nine, which brings in nine thousand some views, but it's in South Carolina. Yeah. What happens for years? Well, I'm right behind you. Yeah. Exactly, podcast. I mean, YouTube don't provide that. Yeah. And they, I, they was like, "What?" I said, "And also, all these shows, all the products in here is here." And I said, "I even have it to where if you bring a business to the kickback, you get ten percent of that. No, it was five percent." of that sale for life. So if I brought in that candle company mm-hmm. and they started, they made a million sales, you brought that candle company to me, mm-hmm. I pay you 5% for life every time somebody buys that candle. That's wild. And so what happens is now, <coughs> excuse me, I would talk to you and say, what kind of business you want? So now I just created a business just by, you know, now we talking about where I find my money. Mm-hmm. That's another 5%, 10% that now I just made just by you telling me that candle. That's a circle just, of life. Though. It was funneling yeah. back to you into a savings account for you to open up a food truck. I always want to do a food truck. Let's go. Let's get that started next. Boom. You got the money. Mm-hmm. Keep keep pushing that candle, which is your friend. Mm-hmm. That's which should I, be easy anyway. Which should be automatic. Mm-hmm. But people is. People don't support unless they get something behind it. So mm-hmm. that's why I created that on the kickback. You put the medicine in the candy. If I support my friend mm-hmm. and I can go to this platform to get 5%, I can't go to Amazon. I can't go. To, Instagram ain't going to pay me. Mm-hmm. Facebook ain't going to pay me. Mm-hmm. So when I share that post and I'm helping my friend, it's supposed to be right, but I want my bread too. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you my follower. You know mm-hmm. how that's how people think. Mm-hmm. I said, bet that. Let me use that. Right. Boom. You got 3,000 followers. Keep pushing that candle mm-hmm. to my website. Every time it's purchased, here's your money, here's that money, here's mine. And everybody wins. Everybody wins. So guess I what you're going to do that. to that candle? I you're going to push that. the hell out that goddamn candle. Yeah. 
And you're going to tell your friend, hey, can you move the purse in like $3? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is why. <laughs> and this is why. Look, look. I, you know what? I'm going to take some pictures of your stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to do all this stuff for yeah. free. You're going to do all this stuff for free because you're trying to sell that candle. Mm -hmm. And then if somebody says, yeah, you know, I got a boutique. I know where you can go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, it just, and that's why I appreciate it. And after this, we definitely going to talk some more. But it's legit a situation where everybody wins. It's not anything of greed. Mm -mm. It's not anything of, um, let me just use you for the time being since you hot, and then as soon as something bad, I just got to let you go. Mm. It's always going to be a revolving door of what mm. can we do? Where yes. are you now? Where mm. can we get you to be tomorrow and months and months later? And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's When you look at longevity and realize that um, you take the main three things that people say about black people and you solve it and mm -hmm. you know it's not going to be a, you know you're not going to be busy for a month. Yeah. It's easy for people to be sold out of something, mm -hmm. but to restock and sell out again is very hard. Mm. You, ever think of, you ever think that about good. that? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. see these people with pictures that laying on the, on the living room. <laughs> sold out and yeah. you got to ask two questions on that picture mm -hmm. one did you hold out and wait till you got the 500 you know mm -hmm. or two how many people came back and bought it again yeah and then of course another third one is like how many people did they bring mm -hmm. you know that goes with a whole nother questions but when it comes to the kickback i realized there's main things that i fought my father over it yeah black people always need the hookup and why are we gonna do that you're right so let's get it yeah you wrong, so let me prove you wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That so it's it's the fire, but it's also well let me use that to my advantage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You always want the hookup. Sell that candle, get your hookup. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's basically so yeah, I should get mine. Now that that person will give that candle for free. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. You ain't gotta worry about that percent at all. You're gonna get that candle for free because they leave them pictures. Right. <laughs> there you go. Pictures. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you would have put it here every time you got a, a client. Mm -hmm. You didn't think of that, did you? No. And you're going to make sure that that camera is posted on that because you want people to see what is she selling. That is true. And what you're is that always, particular thing in that always, video every time? If, and then you would literally put yourself to say, I got this black-owned alcohol company. Mm -hmm. I got this black-owned candle. I'm always wearing a shirt, you know, clothes from a certain boutique mm -hmm. because every time they buy it on this website, everybody get paid. Guess what? And my podcast is on that website too. Mm -hmm. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> All right. So there was a video of you. Excuse me. You did get a little stuffy. <clears throat> So there is a video of you maybe last month, a couple months ago, I can't really remember, but you were talking about, um, you know, getting in the mind frame of taking time to yourself, um, mental illness. You were talking about depression and things of like that. You had to legit pause on some things. Mm -hmm. I appreciated that vulnerability and I feel like it's becoming better to talk about things. But why did you feel at that time that you needed to go ahead and put your truth out there on that camera for the world to see? Uh, because I don't give a... How about the cuss? <laughs> I don't care what people think because people are so caught up in... People are caught up in what other people think, which causes depression. That's true. It causes depression mm -hmm. and it causes anxiety and it causes 
because um, you are literally being someone you're not and you're on a constant doing that you do it at work you do it when you go into a store yeah you go into you go to a certain type of restaurant you know a certain type of environment it's like it gets tired mm -hmm. you know I was battling depression because what I did was and you never want to do this I was battling personal issues you know um, like uh, I'm a father mm -hmm. but me and um, my son's mother we just broke off because it wasn't no evil stuff it's mm -hmm. just I'm want to go here she wants to go here and right. like so it's just like we friend we was better off friends mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but hey you know how it go. Yeah. So you try something out, but it, it turned out to like we have a son together and going from, you know, being that father every day to hey, we broke up to where I'm every uh once a you know, one month I mean not one month, one week in here then yeah. it was like twice a month and it was like some days you couldn't like because she she don't live in Dallas, mm -hmm. so it was just dealing with certain situations like that. It was dealing with situations of I was bringing too many people into my company that said, "Hey, run! I like what you're doing. Let me yeah. do this." And they wanted to be the glitter, but they didn't want to put in the work. Mm -hmm. They couldn't even do something so simple as write a fucking email. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I would compile a list of 500 people. The email. I just need you to copy and paste because mm -hmm. I got to go back to work. Mm -hmm. I put in the work. You know what I'm saying? I just need you to copy and paste, and then just basically follow up on them. And I'm gonna do because people love what I be saying, and mm -hmm. you know my. Just my personality just kind of sells itself mm -hmm. but that's just me and I'm like dude I just need help so I was just depressed because it was just like I realized that when things get bad they're gonna say fuck your business because mm -hmm. what's important to you is not important to them yeah and yeah, so yeah. I was just depressed because it was like I'm thinking it's my fault I'm thinking that you know I lost my, my I didn't lose my kid but it's just like you going from having some every day to not having some then you having the COVID and then think people don't know this but I was working for Dart and mm -hmm. then I had basically put my two weeks in uh, because I was going full time things were just picking up on the kickback I was having show you saw the studios yeah. and stuff like that so things was picking up uh, I was going to South by Southwest to do a um, a concert mm -hmm. 100k mm. Mm. so damn right I'm about to quit this job <laughs> What happened? Then I had uh, I had an offer to be a marketing manager at a club out here in Dallas. So things was picking up. What happened was I put my two weeks in, the beginning of March, and that COVID was talking. But I always yeah. thought, man, black people can't catch it. We watch right. our news. That's how I felt in the beginnings of end of February to the beginning of March. Until it just came. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> nah, bro. That's that. Not the, not the U.S. black people, not the U.S. niggas. No, bro, <laughs> he ain't with us. <laughs> they got different water. We right. don't, so we think we still good. So what happened was they shut the they shut down the bars. Mm. I quit my job. My last day was like March twenty six. Mm. They shut the bars down that same day, if not the next day. Mm -hmm. South by South, the people in South by Southwest, the company was it called? Hey, yeah, we can't do that. They mm -hmm. shut that down. Um, they put us on a mandatory lockdown in Dallas, so lost the studios yeah. and stuff like that. So, mind you, I'm in my house mm -hmm. all day, every day. Yeah. Things are falling. I don't know if I'm be able to see my son. I felt like 
what the entire, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not blaming on COVID. It's just all the different things that led up to it. It was a lot. And I'm always the person to look out for other people mm-hmm. and nobody look out for me. Mm-hmm. So what happened was is that even during this time, I was crying at night trying to force to see how can I turn this this dream and this and this thing that's needed mm-hmm. because I'm seeing people out here supporting the most outrageous shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And I realized mm-hmm. that people don't invest into good. Yeah. Believe it or not, they don't invest into good things. They invest into what's popping. They invest into um how um how can I put it? It's like a monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right now you put in all the work. Yeah. Are we on time? Yeah, we good. I just want to make sure we're still good. And so <laughs> right now you 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 buy into all this. People aren't gonna support you until mm-hmm. you see they see like a now sponsored by Apple type thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You like, bruh. But it's like going to your social media and you like, dang, social media can get you depressed. And yes, I tell you, I tell you how to how to balance that out. So you'll go into it and you like he'll post something, and you're so caught up in thinking about support. You're like, I got support. I don't care if it's three people. Mm-hmm. That's how I am now. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's three people. And I feel that because so sometimes what? we get hung up over the numbers. We hung up over the numbers mm-hmm. because we seeing, we seeing these models or these people half ass naked, you know, having eleven thousand some likes, yes. and you like, why am I? I'm telling you like something great, mm-hmm. and I realize this is the reason why. Um, one, people buy followers. Two, people are um, they have a community. Three. You have to realize this is that the way your algorithm on social media sometimes is that um, it's you can look up all this shit on YouTube and stuff. Sometimes you just need to post and let it sit there and treat it as social media is just a tool. It is not saying you're doing a good job or not, yeah. and that's what happens. We feel like we post something, we do a greatest hashtag, the greatest. I was so hung up on that, and I turned and I just kept and I just. I start blacking out mm-hmm. because I was so busy trying to build. I had people calling me. I was on the phone. Who was I on the phone with? It was somebody famous. I can't remember who it was because it was like they kind of started coming. Um, anyway, I was on the phone with them. I'm trying to change something up. I'm trying to do this. I am trying so much to basically please all these different peoples mm-hmm. with different runs. Yeah, I was trying to give myself away to all these different people and I wasn't giving myself to myself. I couldn't. I was waking up every day at four going to sleep at 12. Oh, wow. Because naturally I just it just it wake up because I got so so much to do. I wake up at four, get behind the computer till 12. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. On a daily basis and I didn't leave my house unless I was going to grab something to eat because I didn't want to cook but you stuck in the house mm-hmm. with your thoughts and with determination and presence and it caused a lot of things on the kickback where it's just so much mm-hmm. I took my business and basically masked it in front of all my insecurities yeah. you know working out eating right um, saying fuck all these people mm-hmm. that not caring about they support it's people that I grew up with that will support a, a random girl's only fans before they support my business Yeah, and that shit fucked with it's me deep. It's, it fucked with me mm-hmm. like you supporting this girl and you can't even share my like yeah. you giving them money yeah. to see them naked. Yeah. 
And I'm really doing something to help you. Exactly. You. Yeah. So it was like I put out the GoFundMe for Miller News and only got people that I didn't even really know support mm -hmm. my my news company. Mm -hmm. Like support my news company. But then when I start saying F all that and start moving forward, because I had to get through that depression it took my friends, because when I tell you, I was just going to say F it, mm -hmm. because I was giving so much to people. And I had to say, I had to tell people like, yeah, man, we it's real out here. It and is. for business, for, for people that are trying to do something, you have to say, you're not alone. And I, that was just me being transparent, because I'm a transparent person. You, you're not alone. You're going to see your friends support people's OnlyFans. Yeah. You're going to see people tell Beyonce happy birthday, but won't stream your music. Mm. You're going to see people go in here and talk about all have they can have conversations galore but they won't listen to your podcast mm -hmm. you will see people the minute you say i there was people i don't give a fuck people notice mm -hmm. i had tested something out i had just went on facebook and said dang he just booked my first deal mm -hmm. didn't even say what the deal was mm -hmm. nothing but congratulations oh good job big bro this that and the third my homegirl, my best friend, called me. She said, what deal you got? I said, yeah, I, I created an OnlyFans account. Uh, <laughs> she said, Ron, come on now. You got all these people saying congratulations. I said, that's their problem. Look at all the other posts. I have never seen none of these fucking names. Yeah. They are quick to sit here and make their congratulations. But you don't, those numbers aren't adding up. These are mm -hmm. the same fucking followers. Yeah. Why am I sitting here for the congratulations? You want to say, I always feel, calling me, texting yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so what I do, I say, oh, okay, great. Hey, look, you want to help out, right? Like, yeah, I want to be a part. I said, I ain't seen you support. I ain't seen you share. I ain't seen you like nothing. So is it my algorithm? How can I get you mm -hmm. to support that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, bro, I be seeing you do your thing. I said, you do? Oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 man. I see. I said, bro, I ain't never seen you like it. Nothing. Mm. I said, either you hate because you call me because you need help. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do it like this. Mm -hmm. I said, until you support me. Give me my bread. Mm. And that's what it's going to be. And that's what it is. So I'm a Gemini, so I'll give you two sides. You know what I'm saying? Yes, y'all do. Yeah. Yes, y'all do. <laughs> so you're going to get the helping side always. If you, I told people when I start the kickback, just leech off mm -hmm. of me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to grow. Mm -hmm. I got enough to give. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leech. Get what you need. Grow. Get big. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know. We can help each other out because now you become me. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. I feel like side note of why we have lack of leadership because everybody's expecting the Martin Luther Kings and Malcolm X's and stuff like that to go up and be people in suits and make speeches when yeah. it's people that look like me that's yeah. the ones doing it. Yeah, and I don't have the look. You know, I'm uh -huh. big. I'm black. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm not. The, I'm not Denzel. None of that Stop other it. shit. But <laughs> I look like Zaddy when I get my hair done. You know, oh, what I'm not Zaddy. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, like. We can do so much, and it was just my determination. I, I, I felt bad of seeing my people struggle, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I seen it, it. It just intensified whenever George Floyd died, and people just took the turns, and and I sat back because people call me, like I got young young people that's like that's big on this protest stuff. Mm -hmm. They said, "Ron, I want to go protest." Mm -hmm. I said, "You have the ability to do what you want." Mm -hmm. They said, "I said, but." I'm asking you, should I do it? I said, no. Nah. 
He said, but why not everybody else doing it? I said, it's just another sentence. I said, it's easy to pull up a fucking cardboard from Joanne's and a marker and walk up a street (laughs) and sit here with a damn, You everybody's going live because it's popular. I said, you don't go get a podcast, go get a TV show, go create a a news article, go go, uh, uh, be an advocate. Hell, it's a lot harder to create a free social media account and push a idea and an aesthetic than it is to go sit in a crowd with a cardboard. I said, I give you about a month and half these people talking about how that's fucked up. And mm-hmm. the, even Breonna Taylor, no disrespect to people listening, but I told him, I said, y'all sit here asking for justice, but can't even register to vote to be on the fucking jury. Mm. <laughs> you won't even register to oh. vote to be selected in the jury to get justice, but here you are, can put a fucking t-shirt on. And I said that you are quick to make a GoFundMe and a t-shirt, and you don't take none of that money and that proceeds to go do that. And it's not just to give it to the family, but to go to that area and re- and do re- uh, registering a vote uh, mm-hmm. to get people in there and say, hey, look, we can't let this happen again. Yes. This is what you need to do. Ooh. And they don't think of that shit. Every- yeah. And it was, just, it was just eating me alive because I'm like, dude, it's not hard to come about the... F- the hole isn't that deep. Yeah. And people act like they keep putting us in slavery and we putting ourselves like, bro, we ain't walking around with rags. We are worth a trillion dollars mm-hmm. of net worth. You know mm-hmm. that black churches make like, was it $58 million a year? Bank. I mean, every every Sunday, I think so. They bring Bank. in over a million dollars a year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a Sunday. So calculate $4 million a month. Ask yourself, how much does it cost for a grocery store? How much does it cost to own a, you know, a school? In one in one month, you can open up four fucking entities, mm. right? Most mm-hmm. probably about 12, you can have your own city. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But everybody is quick to put 10% into the church, but not 10% into their community. Mm. And it was just killing and me. And that's tithing. That's Let's tithing. Let's be honest. 10%, he didn't say you just have to bring it to the church. You can put it to the community. You can support people. That is in a whole nother statement, but yeah. I digress. I digress. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it was baffling me that I was providing something, and you know, when I was talking to people, it was hurting me. It was hurting me that I was telling them about the great things I'm doing, mm-hmm. and they would sit back like, so how you come up with this? Mm-hmm. There was a lady that got mad at me. She said, your stuff is just too urban. Mm, I said, that's urban. I said, what's urban? She said, well, I just would never put it here. Like, does it attract white people? I said, Ooh. oh, I said, I said, I love that question. I said, it attracts anybody that wants to buy something. I said, let me ask you a question. Go into their white stores and ask them, do they care about attracting you? Yeah. I said, you buy their stuff because you want to be like them so mm-hmm. bad. I said, you would go, go to a Saxon Fifth and get a $300 Versace fucking t-shirt mm. because you want to look like them. But ask mm-hmm. yourself, are they wearing that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And they and, <laughs> and she sat there and said, oh, I'm the, I said, no, no, no. You're trying to be like them so bad when they not even trying to be like that. Mm-hmm. It, on the crew, they trying to be like you if you think about it. You take away the Kardashians from the white community, what the fuck do they have? Mm. Mm. Question mark. You know what I'm saying? They want to have your lips. They want to have your butt. They want to have your breasts. They want to have your skin tone without having your skin tone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They want to say they want to be able to say the word nigga oh. without having repercussions behind it. Yes. So I'm gonna have sex with a black man, or I'm gonna live in the hood. Can I say nigga now? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna listen to your. <laughs> 
we are in our music is more powerful into their homes than their music is empowered to. We don't see riding niggas riding down listening to Tim McGraw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No Molly Cyrus. Like, come on now. But y'all are so oh. big trying to be like them. And mm-hmm. It was just killing me. It was baffling. Like, everybody was just trying to be something and they wouldn't support. And it was just, I was trying to basically give myself to people. And so I had to digress and say, you know what? If it's two people that I affect this year, that's all I need. Yeah. Because you did your work. I did my work. Yeah. It's your decision to say, so my father, other people say, man, we ain't got this. My daddy said, yeah, man, we ain't got no banks. I said, yo, we do got 35. 35, I can practice. I said, well, hell, how about you support the 35 first mm-hmm. in the nation before you start talking about what we don't have? Yeah, let's get started with that. Let's get started with mm-hmm. that. I mean, last time I checked, it, it, took, it, took, it took people to see the first one and got excited. Just... Imagine the first pe- when they seen the dollar, mm-hmm. or the first time the iPhone came out. Mm-hmm. Now look at the generations. Now people look at iPhones. You doing it on your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The first it take you got to support something, and you got to keep saying, "Well, black people ain't got this." No, we do. You ain't got nothing. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got our own yeah. TV stations. We got our own radio stations. We have. We have our own headphones. We, you know, you had your own like yeah. Beats headphones. We have our own cell phone company that's called Fing- Is It Fingerless Wireless. We have our, and it's another one that's right there too. Mm-hmm. And dude with the sweat less, he's equivalent to Nike. Uh, Nike and Under Armour. Yeah. You have that. You have your own coffee, uh, mm-hmm. Memphis Grindhouse Coffee. Detergent. Is, I only know because yeah, of you. Yeah, detergent is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another detergent too. There's another lady. If you go through Hidden Legends, I forgot her name. Um, she's actually has her own detergent line too. You have uh, cleaner products, underwear. I cannot think of her name, but uh, she has her own cleaner. There's products. one that have floor mats. It's called Kinky Max. She's out in Houston. Um, there's uh, oh, uh, we have on Moscato Grand Prix out in Houston. Miss Jasmine Sim- Simmons. Shut we have up. it's a green apple Moscato. Mm. Yeah, Jasmine Simmons. We have our own um, um, black owned. What you call them? Tequila. We have a black-owned uh, spirit. We have a lot of alcohols. I think we got our own uh, cognac too. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a snake or something. Yeah. we have our we have more makeup lines than Sephora and Fenty and all this other That's shit. True. And you know that makeup artists spend thousands of dollars to support them, but they don't get no money back mm-hmm. if they take their support and go to like Love Angels Cosmetics or Adrenaline Beauty and different mm-hmm. things like that. You know how much money that they'll make on the back end. Mm-hmm. Because they need those people. Like, mm-hmm. Love Angels, I love Shakira, but she needs people to just support her stuff. Yeah. She puts in so much into product. the... She, she's mm-hmm. more into providing the great product. Mm-hmm. She don't like being in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, she needs somebody to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And so, all you need is, like, 17 makeup artists that basically buy $1,000. And she say, look, here's the stuff for free. That's true. Just go basically go put that and makeup on And tag me in there. And tag me in there. They will make so much bank... But people don't do it. That is so true. I actually uh, pitched that to somebody. I had went to an event and it was like a like a lot of vendors. And she was like, "I'm a makeup artist, but you know, I'm just trying to get my name out there." I was like, "Well, I got this person. She has a great following. Her makeup is amazing, vegan, gluten, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Why don't y'all link up and do something?" Did they link up? I had no idea. I, all I did Double was connect back. them, and Double that was back. it. Double back. You know, sometimes some people, I realize that we can be that, that connecting, but they don't know how to make that sale. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to make that sale for them. Mm. 
So if you make that sale and put yourself in it, you can make bank. Because all it takes is like a pen, a shirt, mm. or the makeup right here, then your podcast, and boom. That's true. There goes your representation. The man with all the ideas. Not really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Not> really. <laughs> so, uh, we are going to get, actually, we didn't even get into the theme of the season, which is entrepreneurship and dating. It is? Oh, it is. okay, go ahead. What's you said go ahead. I got the entrepreneurship part. Okay. I know the dating part. Let's go. So, I mean, you kind of hit on it with the mother of your child, but are you currently dating? Mm -hmm. You are? So, Mm -hmm. how's life going with that? It's going good. I met, uh, her name is Kanae Turner. You better shout her out. Yeah, her name is Kanae Turner. She's uh, uh, the chief of staff for a a state representative in Dallas. Yes. Um, We met, well, I I saw her at PV. Mm -hmm. She did the walk of shame. Okay. Okay. Just <laughs> but then she told me, I ain't do no walking shame. I was walking from a friend's house. I said, that's Ooh. my story and I'm sticking to it. So, but no, I was just messing with her. Um, but basically, we uh, we are very good. She, we balance each other. She's very big and political. I didn't vote. I hated voting until I met her. I Okay, I'm, I'm with you. I was like that. I, but I realized the power of voting. God. Um, <laughs> hi, sweater. <laughs> that. No, I'm just, <laughs> We both got on sweaters. Yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah. So, I love, it took dating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, entrepreneurship. You see how powerful and how, you like, just sitting in the room with this dude is kind of, yeah. imagine dating him. Yeah. And being around other women that's mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. and men that are like that. Mm-hmm. And, and they sitting in the room and they're not talking about no Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. They're not sitting here talking about no it's Real Housewives. They're actually having intellectual conversations with jokes. Mm-hmm. But it's like powerful. Yeah. To date something like that mm-hmm. is, can be very, you can kind of, you can kind of get lost within yourself. Yeah. And so I used to date people uh, prior before. As an entrepreneur, I was dating people and I was trying to help them at the same time, becoming mm-hmm. their psychologist and their business advisor and their mm-hmm. boyfriend. And that was an issue when you don't have, um, when you don't have the intellectual ability to basically accept what's criticism, mm-hmm. what's help, and what's love. Mm. And realize this man, his he loves you through wanting to see you succeed. If even if he's not there, mm-hmm. and that's how I operate. Mm-hmm. All my exes will come back because they say like, "Bro, you made me better." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. And I was like, "Bro, I, I would literally still to this day." And can they? I don't think she knows, but uh, she gonna know now. My exes will call me because they started a business to be like, hey, I got, you know, one called me the other day to ask me about uh, the SBA Gov, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, loan. I'm like, yeah, just send it out here. Just send it. Thanks, Ryan. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing going on. We yeah. understand like there's, you know what I'm saying, the mother of my child, there was a, you know, when you do custody battles, it's get real bad. Yeah. She starts a business and calls me. Okay, hey, look, what about this? What about that? I said, yeah, just, the reason why I do that, two reasons. One, I want my son to have a house that looks similar. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Two, I want, if you're not, you're still black and beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. I want you to succeed. Yes. I don't want you to feel like I'm your only chance. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> go out and go live your dreams. What's your dreams? What's your aspirations? And so sometimes people 
you have to battle things within yourself. And it mm -hmm. took me to go through depression in order to get myself right to be able to attract this type of woman, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I love that. So um, if I was still battling demons and masking it with jokes and it wasn't, you don't, you don't have to be addicted to alcohol and weed and stuff like mm -hmm. that to be addicted to something. I was addicted to building, addicted to networking, mm -hmm. addicted to masking everything besides you know facing my problems. Yeah. So I was able to do that. She was doing the same. So I'm loving it. Um, we go out on dates. Our families like each other. I'm now about to board a plane for the first time, and I'm scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> I feel like your face got so serious. I feel, I'm about to be scared. Like you know, we're going on for her birthday. We're going to California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for her birthday, we're going to California. But in the meantime, I'm more confident because I can be myself. So beautiful. Yeah, outside I'm, I'm hot. I'm so sorry. Okay, we're gonna end it. That's all good. I should have put this damn sweater on. I'm thinking. Because it was a little breezy outside. Yeah, That's you the know, reason why I had my little sweater on. It was Chris Breezy outside, man. Oh my God. It's all good. I am so sorry. It's all good. It's all good. It's all okay. good. They're they going to get the real. Okay. I'm hot. I'm big. I'm like 300 pounds. And I got this damn grizzly ass Christmas sweater. So. <laughs> he came real formal. Yeah, okay. I, I could have came in just a t shirt. But I say I'm respect. I'm respectful. So I appreciate you and your yeah. professionalism. Yeah. It's all good. I thought that was a towel. Okay. Going <laughs> darn well. That's your phone. Yeah, so I was like, a towel. No, I've seen the thing under. It's a mask though. Where y'all masks though, y'all? You know <laughs> Where y'all masks? I see what be happening. <laughs> you are too much. Okay, so we only got a couple more questions, and we'll be What's done. What's up? So, um, this is the storytelling part. Highs and lows. It could be your career, business, um, personal things in life. What is a high where you can pat yourself on the back and be like, Ron did that? Summer night vibes. I did that shit. What is that? Summer night vibes. I did that. Um, what year was this? What year are we in? 2020, right? Yes, we are. Last year. Last year, um, when I started the kickback, before I started the kickback, actually, mm -hmm. That was my lunch party. I created a whole entire, uh, yeah, it was on my, it was on my page. I've seen the video. What happened was I said I want to launch the kickback. Mm -hmm. At this time, I just wanted to do the radio, the TV, and the shopping. That's the, those are my three dynamics. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be in those three things. If you see anything I do, it's going to be within that triangle. Right. I said, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rent a place. Have a whole bunch of artists, mm -hmm. have concerts, free food, mm -hmm. and uh, just my niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, have a good old time. I, I, I couldn't look. For, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I found a spot at Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. It's called the Foundry. It's uh, They have two walls, both sides is nothing but independent art, mm -hmm. like art, art, graffiti, mm -hmm. and a stage. Mm -hmm. So, I said, This is where I'm at. I said, I went and got, was it 15 artists? All from, not all, it was some that were from Dallas, some uh, came, drove from Houston, and some from Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I even had people in Florida coming, nice. artists, to come perform. I said, they said, yeah, man, just, I just want to perform. I said, yeah. I just, 
you, I ain't, I ain't gonna pay you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna come and just show people your work. He said, That's all I need people to do is hear me. I love it. So, I had R&B and rap artists, mm-hmm. right? Uh, men and women, uh, two DJs. I was one of them because I put my partner on. He, he was trying to DJ. I said, Hey, look, just follow me. Mm-hmm. He DJ, you know, he you know, he, he did his thing, he, he held his own and stuff like that. Shout out to uh, DJ uh, T Searles. Is it T T Searles? I think it's T Searles now. Mm-hmm. Boy, Travis. Um, and I had you know, all these artists. At first, I started off, I was going to do vendors. Mm-hmm. I said, no, nah, I supply the food, free food. Look at you. We had all you can eat crawfish, boy, and all you can eat tacos. And so I supplied the food. What? We had chicken and macaroni cheese tacos and like some brisket tacos. And then we had the crawfish with the sausage, corn, potatoes, and all this stuff. Like all you can eat, right? And it was just $15. Mm-hmm. It started off at $30. Uh-huh. I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, because you want to get your money back. Money is money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. I gained more than money doing that. This is what, this is what happened. So I did the event, and it turned out A1. It was during the summer. During that time, Dallas was on crucial. People was dying every day. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it was like, man, I'm driving. I'm like, man, I don't know know like people might be scared i'm thinking mm-hmm. of security i'm thinking about all this because i don't want nobody to get hurt mm-hmm. so i said let's just do it okay let's do it i spent all my i mean it's all me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm spending this money and maintaining the family yeah so doing all that next thing you know we have the event we spent we had over 150 people come out from nice. all different parts people drove from houston uh-huh to the event mm-hmm. literally just not even supporting me but in support it's like this is dope yeah it sounds like it was amazing. the artists had a great time we had all different types of artists um man we had i met artists that i didn't even know was artists i met hairstylists i met um it wasn't one of those formal black market mm-hmm. you know set up a table mm-hmm. no Come in, damn near tell us who you are. Yeah. If you got a business card, you better put your work in. Yeah. I'd rather have events like that uh-huh. rather than you set up a table and just sitting there because if I don't come to your table, I don't fucking know you. Yeah. I'd rather be able to let's mingle. Uh-huh. People took pictures, they they came in, you had people with podcasts and vlogs, do interviews behind the art. Shut you up. had the two chefs, Chef George and um I forgot her name. Um uh, Lily, she basically she did the tacos, she did the the, the crawfish. Uh, dude, Chef George's brother was doing a vlog. Other people was taking pictures. Um, two people did. They came out and just gave two videos for free, wow. just to put themselves on. Uh-huh. You had um, people drinking, smoking, eating, enjoying uh-huh. their time, uh-huh. just in just pure entertainment. And literally the next day, all the kills and stuff stopped and different things like that. You had to where black people came together. It wasn't no drama. It wasn't no fight. Mm-hmm. It was pure vibes. Mm-hmm. They, I put my, I put my stamp on that. I put my stamp on that because I brought. There was, you can say people share stuff, and mm-hmm. I get that. Okay, cool, you mm-hmm. got that. Monetization. You know, I had needed help finding places. My best friend Taylor, um, she helped me find places in the Fort Worth. Um, but locating these artists, mm-hmm. you know, talking that talk, 
still to this day, I made, you know, it's fifteen dollars, hundred fifty, you know, hundred fifty people and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. gotta do the math, gotta do the, the food and stuff. Kinda broke even. Mm-hmm. But in monetization, all those artists I can call up on, hey, I need. So if you say, Hey, look, I need a theme song, who you need? What yeah. kind are you looking for? I agree. I agree. Boom. Not only do I know them, but they tell other people you mm-hmm. need to fuck with Ron. They brought over 5,000 some artists to my radio station. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Off of 15 people. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Then you have all the different TV shows. I like mm-hmm. what you're doing. You have all this, all those people that was there. I know personally, I mm-hmm. can say, hey, I need something. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, somebody else needs something. Yeah. And this is why we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And we ain't going to ask about no goddamn price because right. this is where we're going to make our money at. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, then, Ron, because I trust you. Right. Not on some big dog stuff but mm-hmm. you have something but you need something mm-hmm. they have something but they need something stop making everything monetization That's and true. ask and understand what a barter system is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. boom you need money here you go I'll provide it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but in the meantime let's put in this work let's put in this work and we behind come on so I that put my good. I put my thing on. I put my stamp on summer night vibes to where it got to the point people was like, let's have a winter night vibes. Let's have another summer night. I Summer night vibes is going to happen in volume two, but COVID it came and slapped me upside mm-hmm. the face. So yeah. I couldn't do that in June. Because it's June. It's mm-hmm. summer. It was uh, June 26th? July 26th. Summer, your birthday. Yeah. But it took me, I only had, I had a month to get it together. All that I just told you, mm-hmm. all I had was like four weeks. So it was June. So I found the place in May, and mm-hmm. I made the flyers literally the next day. Bought the, you know, I went to my homegirl and bought the flyers from her. You know, um, all the artists, like I said, keep pushing. Shout out to people like Wolfie McNeil. He's out of Dallas. Um, Tricky Dick, he's out in Dallas. Kiki. Judah just dropped something. Uh, a tape, and that shit is Vibe Central. Nice. You know, um, all these, you know, uh, Brene Shanae, she's she's a good artist coming out of here. It's like so many people. And it's just now I see like Wolf and Brege made a song together mm. because they met through me. Mm-hmm. Chance and, you know what I'm saying? Like all these different people, Chance Who, and they now you just see songs featuring. Mm-hmm. And these people never met until. Yeah. Keep it on. There you go. I love that. So that's my networking event. That's so good. So if I have a networking event, that's what you're going to see. You ain't going to see no damn thing. There really was only three tables. Oh, <laughs> and the food was on. Oh, oh, yeah, free alcohol. That's two. We did free alcohol. My homegirls came out. One from Houston and one from, uh, shout out to Shanna and Ebony. Um, they came out. Shanna, she <laughs> she loves to drink. Mm-hmm. So she said, I'm a bartender. <laughs> And I was during that time, she was talking about having like a mobile bartender service. I said, hey, look, well, put yourself on then mm-hmm. over here. And everybody, she loves to just be the life of the party. So I provided free tacos, free crawfish, and free alcohol, and free music, and free vibes for $15. Mm-mm-mm. So. And just kept the party going. Kept the party going. We partied until about midnight and then cleaned up. And um, the people there, the. This is why it's important to have your own place. So shout out to like for the culture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Shout out, hey Victoria. Yeah, Victoria, she's real good. Um, me and her got some business to handle and stuff down the road. But the 
the people, somebody came, it was a, I remember it very vividly, a, a white guy came and walked through and kind of scoped the party and then went back into the office. Mm-hmm. The next day, we cleaned up after ourselves and everything, and she found out this was people doing this. Mm-hmm. It's in Fort Worth, very white and central place. Mm-hmm. They found something to say, you can't come back. That's crazy. Because they seen all that happened. There wasn't no fights being reported, mm-hmm. no police, no, no sound. It was all that, you know what I'm saying? And they have to find something because if it continues, mm-hmm. this dude was able to bring 150 just to match he does it again. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to know how to handle that. You wouldn't know how to because you're trying to make, and that's why I said in the beginning, we can't get mad at people for keeping us out when they didn't have it. So shout out to people like Victoria. Mm-hmm. Next, I didn't know her before, so next time I have an event, yeah, what's up? Mm-hmm. So people like her understands the problem mm-hmm. and create the solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about a low. And how did you push through that low to get to where you are tonight? A low would be um, when I got denied at Shark Tank, it was kind of like a low because I didn't understand it at first mm-hmm. because I had all these people seeing what I was doing and mm-hmm. like well if he can make it we can make it type right. of stuff and so it's kind of like a low like dang bro like am I not good enough mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying am I this am I that what's going on and then um, oh finishing up that come to find out they seen the power but then Reggie Sweatless made it through the second round and he told me that what happens is is that they only want to make everything twice as hard for you so while everybody had three months to prepare, he only had three hours. Mm. Dead serious. He said, "Oh, I'm sorry, we forgot the uh, email. You need to have this to us." Mm-mm. Oh wow! So that's that. No, no shade to him. Like, mm-hmm. you, you do your thing, man. But it was a low because I was like, I went off high. I went off like, "Ooh, this is." I'm at an all-time high. It's this Shark Tank. They love this. My dreams are coming true and stuff like that. And then, boom, you get hit with reality and realize that not saying that your stuff just not good, mm-hmm. like you feeling like that, but you feel like, am I not good enough? Mm-hmm. Then you start looking at support. Then you mm-hmm. start looking around you. Then you start looking at your team. Then yeah. you start looking at you know, yourself. And you start like blaming other people mm-hmm. and not realizing, like, no, so I don't really try to be in my lows, but that's what kind of led to a depressional state. And mm-hmm. I was just at a low to where it's like, I'm looking at my company and like, bro, this is trash and nobody's ever going to like it. Mm-hmm. And nobody's ever, because it's, you start blaming everything, you know. Um, you start making all the excuses of why you can't be great. Mm-hmm. And I was at that low point. And I, the reason, the way I came up out of it was through the help of friends. Um, through the help of basically lying to yourself sometimes you know lying to yourself but people like my friends Taylor both damn I got a lot of Taylor friends (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a lot of them it took me to have to talk to them. Sometimes you gotta have accountability partners in your company mm-hmm. and people that you can call whenever you're like, hey, I just need to talk. So all oh, Shannon, like Ebony, like all them, like what happened was is that I had to talk to them and it took the one friend, 
um, she's the CEO of my radio station, mm-hmm. Ebony Thomas. It, she, at the time, was working for uh, suicide prevention. Okay. So I called to just talk to her, and I'm masking it mm-hmm. in my business form. But the way she started talking to me, I just broke down and cried. Mm-hmm. And she said, Ron, I didn't know that that was going on. So mm-hmm. She said, because I don't want people to worry about me because I worry about them. Right. And I, it took me to have to cry as a man completely and realize that, bro, you're not, you, the kickback isn't even a year. It started in August, mm-hmm. but I've done it for like three years. It's just mm-hmm. been having different names mm-hmm. and, you know, building stuff like that. But anyway, this concept, August 1st, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Breaking that down, they're realizing, like, run, like, you, you have to realize that there are people that you're talking to that don't want to see you grow. Mm-hmm. And there's people that you're not talking to that do want to see you grow. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But since they're busy, you can't realize that Diddy can't support you because he's busy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Beyonce mm-hmm. can't support your album because she's busy making hers. Right. So stop looking for Beyonce's validation. And That's so true. what I had to tell myself, I need to put it in a shirt before somebody take it. <laughs> stop finding validation in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you only need one person to support you and one person to share it, I don't give a damn. That's one more than what you have. And if it's zero, it's support for yourself. Sometimes you got to just make it. I had to turn social media into my diary mm-hmm. and I had to turn my business into my playground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So instead of looking at the kickback, park app, and all this stuff, monetization-wise, I looked at it as a playground. How can we make this fun? Yeah. How can we make this sexy? So Park mm-hmm. Ave is sexy and fun. Mm-hmm. And then Untapped is like, it's fun, because now artists can come in and basically have their own concerts. And I created that, you know, I did that too. Mm-hmm. I did virtual concerts before BET did it. That's crazy. I can date mark that. Oh, you can I go back and show it. I can show it that I did it, and BET Award Show did You see how BET Award Show did mm-hmm. that? I did that before like two months in advance two months three months before that wow. I did that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they copy I don't know they might not know it but it's just mm-hmm. the saying like I know that I'm ahead of my time yes you get what I'm saying I definitely and so that's right. what it came I'm ahead of my time and so sometimes you gotta sit back and realize okay I'm not saying like I'm the smartest in the room but you gotta make sure like okay if I want people to understand where I'm coming from I have to give them something that they understand Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and stop trying to turn every single thing into my issue Mm -hmm. so I had to get myself up out of that so every issue did not become my issue Mm -hmm. and even though it hurts me to see people in pain Mm -hmm. I had to like hey go over here Mm -hmm. go over there Mm -hmm. you know then become that resource then I'm able to take that self off there was somebody that approached me to build a school for them an actual school Mm -hmm. Can't really do that, fam. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Strip club. They did the whole virtual and everything came out. They want to be do have a TV channel for the strippers. Wow. I was so tempted. I know you were. <laughs> I was so tempted. So I had to get myself to say, the minute I start making everything my problem, that's when I basically dug myself into a deep low because I, I was giving myself away at a discounted price. And we do that in our relationships yes, and our businesses. If, if I know my worth is, somebody asked me in a professional development class, I'm going to ask you, so how much, is, how much are you worth? 
Like, how much you want to, you know, think about it? What's crazy, my answer to that, I don't want to put a cap on it. Okay. Let me let me show you how I can force you to put a cap on. Mm-hmm. How much, what's the lowest you would take at a job? Lowest I would take at a job? The lowest I will take will probably be forty-eight thousand. There you go. That's how much you feel like you're worth. Mm, that's good. So a person give you forty-eight thousand, you'll sign on the dotted line. I'm not there though. But what I'm saying. But I get what you're saying. That's what happens. But what happens is. You want that job to give you no less than 48. Right. But some reason, you're giving yourself a 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want somebody to buy into you. But you realize that the minute they buy me a 22 and you sit there and you go to that job, you look like, you can't fucking afford me. Mm-hmm. I'm way above their pay grade. Yeah. They out here got people that are, you don't even need a high school diploma working here. And mm-hmm. I got a whole degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I got a master's degree and they treat... Mm-hmm. So why, if we wouldn't accept that in a job, why we accept that in life? Why we yes. accept in a relationship? That's if a really man really cannot right. get the whole you and support and afford the entire version of you, why the fuck you gonna give it to him for seventy percent off? Come on, right? that was good. So that's what I was doing. I had to get my value back. Mm-hmm. I my value. I was giving myself away. You believe it that. I gave advertisements on a TV, radio, and shopping mall for five dollars and ninety-nine cents a month. I do know that. You told me that. And I was you know, like, what? You you see how you said that, right? People were still saying, Why are you charging so much? Black people. I said. And it, it got to the point. I told It was for a whole month. Whole month. Just for that one. One month, no. 30 times on the TV, mm-hmm. 30 times on the radio, and one flyer mm-hmm. in rotation. For $5.99. $5.99 a month, right? You're making me sick. I put that out there, and people were still like, why are you charging so much? What's your followers like? What's your Instagram? What's your... I said, and I asked the question. There was a guy that I had put it on a group. I went on a, on a Facebook group, and I said, hey, well, y'all, I just want to help. What do y'all need help with? Mm-hmm. Since he cannot provide it with my company. Mm-hmm. What's your company? Oh, I'm on TV network, radio station, and shopping mall. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I have this. And I, they started. And they, they, I said, before, I'm not going to give you no goddamn link to my mm-hmm. website, stuff like that. Because I'm going to tell you, what you can do is go click my profile. And it's sitting right there if mm-hmm. you put in the fucking work. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to just drop a link. Let me DM you. No. Yeah. Sorry. What you need help with? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me answer your questions right. on this feed that people can see the answers because mm-hmm. your question might be somebody, somebody else's. else's. Yeah. So I'm not going to DM your answer and cut off millions of other people. Mm-hmm. I had, what was it, a thousand some comments, right? But it was one that stuck with me. And I said to myself, that's when I said I'm at the lowest of my lows. Mm-hmm. All these things, oh, I need this. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Ron. Blah, 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 blah. And then some people say, what's your website? I said, you know, here it is. And at the time, it was the kickbackmedia.com. But it was just, that's just too damn long. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I took that down. But anyway, um, there was this one guy that basically went on my website. And at the time, it was one of my partners that's a, a artist out in Dallas. He had a video. And mind you, you know, I don't discriminate who I play. He had a video. And during that time, 
he had a video of him and he was uh, lighting a blunt, mm-hmm. right? I said, that's just artistry, my mm-hmm. nigga. Like, everybody ain't Picasso, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck you yeah. think this is? That's his art. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't like his art, just, just, I'm not, I'm not, it was not pornography. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't something that you're not going to see on no, on no national TV. So, right. shut the hell up. Right. He took a picture of it, put it in the comments and said, so, this is something I would never do my business with, something like that. And so, I said, I said, I said, What's your business, sir? He said, I own a credit repair business. I looked at him a little sideways. I said, mm-hmm. okay. I said, so, you know, we need to go take a test. What? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, okay, so we're not all the way in the same lane. No disrespect mm-hmm. to people with that, because I need credit repair too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But don't compare apples and oranges if that's your lane. Fuck right. it. Don't tell a TV station what to fucking do. Yeah. So... I said, okay, um, can I see your website? I want you to show me what I need to do. I'm, I'm still learning. I don't have mine up. Uh. I said, it's in, it's in the process. No, I just, um, I don't have a website. I just tell people to message me through Facebook. I said, what kind of advice you expect me to take <laughs> from you? You can't even, you're telling me what to do, but you don't even, you're, you're not even in my lane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, the fact is that it, I took that and it ruined my whole day and all those other people. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm letting this shit, I'm letting, I'm letting people's opinions affect me too much. Right. I was too low. So I just had to say, you know what, dude, where are you at now? Mm-hmm. You know? And not being arrogant, but even you, fuck them. Yeah. That's for real. Real talk. Like, people can sit here and tell you how to do your podcast. But let me see yours. Yeah. Let's start there. Let's, okay. Be <laughs> Let's like, learn from each other. Okay. <laughs> Let's learn from each other. Let, yeah. let me see how yours is looking. Yeah. Oh, I got this. Oh. Let's compare numbers. Uh-huh. Let's compare reach. Yeah. Let's go down all. You basically beat me here. Mm-hmm. I'm taking your advice. Because mm-hmm. sometimes not all advice is good advice. Some That's people, true. Some people just honestly want to see something and say it. And then when they say something, I tell people all the time, oh, you, you. You basically been one of them. I said, okay, well, start a company like Rotten Tomatoes then. Mm. They said, look at me like, oh. I said, yeah, you want to. They went ready for that? They said, they said, oh, I said, well, shit, go to, go to every business mm-hmm. and do an audit and say, I clicked here, I clicked there, I did this, I did that. Mm-hmm. You did one, you did two things for that business. You gave them a view mm-hmm. and you gave them things that they can work on. Right. And if you charge them $10 or something like that just to do that, damn, you made $10, do mm-hmm. 10 business, you got $100. You just make that less than an hour, my That's nigga. True. Like, come on now. That's just true. click on 10 businesses and actually click on every button. Mm-hmm. You know, time, do whatever. Right. Some type of shit. Business. Done. I just gave like 12 businesses. This you whole. really did. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, this is so good. Not I mean, yet. you don't give out everything. See why I don't do too many podcasts. Because you give out all the resources. Mm-hmm. You done told people how to build a school. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Okay, so I mean, what's next? What's next for the kickback, untapped, run? Okay. And how can the people find you? Mellow News has now signed uh to basically be on national T V. Yes. So we are, we're looking for um podcasters, radio not radio, but um news anchors, you know, people to help us with this news network because now people can enjoy 
you know, black representation in movies and stories on their TV and, mm-hmm. you know, devices and stuff. Um, so Park Ave is now moving towards a uh, more physical mm-hmm. location. So now you'll see more physical rather than that. But also we're opening doors to where now we're paying people for interviews. Oh. So if you get an interview on Park Ave, which is free, actually, we pay you for the views. Mm. Mm. I see the link. <laughs> and then we also opened up two on Park Ave to where um, this is how Park Ave fifty dollars to sign up and get your own miniature website, mm. and that's just one time. And um, you can book, you know, schedules and stuff like that uh, through people. But instead of paying Wix thirty five dollars, eighteen dollars a month, and stuff thinking. like that, uh-huh. you can just pay Park Out fifty dollars and have your own miniature website. Mm-hmm. If you don't care about the domain so much, it'd be parkout17.com slash what's good podcast mm-hmm. slash books and no you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are not tripping so much and now you can take that thirty five and put it into marketing. That's true. Come to Park Out mm-hmm. and you connect it to other businesses and stuff like that too. So you can contact us and the business say, hey, look, on my miniature store, I want to provide XYZ products because mm. I'm talking about them. Mm. There you go. That's good. So that's what Park Ave is. It's like a community to where you're having a whole, every tab, I took a website, right? You got your home, and about, whatever, mm. right? Every tab is its own playground. Wow. So the home is the home. Mm. The all products is all products, of course, simple. Mm. But when you have hidden legends, like the Voyager Dallas, yes. stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. So they send you that, and oh, okay, I got seen. But <laughs> it's not got <laughs> people don't necessarily um, read them sometimes, and they uh-huh. don't share. So what we did with hidden legends, like okay, well, the more people you see view, the more we pay you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's coming back to y'all's website. I like that. Yeah. So basically, we pay you for basically being dope. Uh-huh. So that's that. Uh, and then we also have Untapped, which is basically, uh, that's just a landing page right now, but basically what ha- what's happening for us on the music side, so that's Park Ave. For the music side, we are opening up our uh, an entire streaming app similar to Apple and Tidal, mm-hmm. but also we're going to have um, exclusive concerts from all independent artists all around the world. Mm-hmm. So we have people in Germany, we have people in South Carolina, we got people in Florida, you know, of course, Dallas and Houston, California, all different types of artists, and they'll be providing concerts. So just imagine the feeling of a virtual concert wow. and physical concerts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But just imagine, like, people tune into verses just to see people listen to old music mm-hmm. and talk shit. But now they're going to be like, oh, this is a dope concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, seeing the artists for who they are rather than just... Uh, Instagram profile where it's like mm-hmm. 5,000 followers and only got two pictures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. like, well, how you fuck you a damn artist? You right. know what I'm saying? Where's <laughs> so, your work? <laughs> where's your work at, bro? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're doing that. So we're doing so many different things. So um, back to Park Ave, we're doing art, you know, art shows. Um, each store can basically have their own event. So there's one like on Fiend Boutique. They just had a, um, what you call it? Uh, um, fashion show they did and it was beautiful they had a fashion show um there's so many different people so there's companies within park ave that actually are having designated television channels mm. that they'll actually have a show so when you tap into like our cooking department mm. you have like cooking shows 
and then people are selling their spices and services right there and there. It's like an HSN situation. Yeah, but that's only on one tab. That's Think about that. Each time you click on something, you go into a whole different. Mm-hmm. So it's a forever. People are so busy trying to be Amazon and saying five thousand black-owned products mm-hmm. and five. You know, look here, fam. Here's a place to where all the products are top tier, and if they're not, they're gonna be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we just gotta get the package in the pictures. That's the weird, what y'all fucking buying half the time. Yeah. Look at Fashion Nova. It looks good. It looks good. Fashion mm-hmm. Nova is like it look good, but then you buy it, it, look, it feel like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sorry, y'all. I hadn't made a face. And but. so, and you see what happens that everybody wants to be a damn fashion over uh, influencer Ambassador, now. Yeah. So they actually go buy that $200 lingerie outfit just to buy it, tag them in, and hope that they sit here and reach out to them. Mm-hmm. So they do so much for fashion over. They do so much for, you know, all these different companies. And I said, you know what? Here's that. So if you're a model, here's a boutique. Boutique sends you that stuff. Have a fashion show. We would list you, you know what I'm saying? We yes. connected to all of that stuff. And if we don't do it, we connected to businesses like Simply Donna, different things like that that are actually up and coming. Mm-hmm. And so there we go. That's beautiful. Do you tell the people your social media? Hell no. Ah! <laughs> go to the kickback. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's T H E underscore K I C B A C K. Don't put like no three. Or you can just follow me at DJ Snacks. Snacks. Yeah. So S N. So DJ S N A C K S. Melanews one M like melanin, but melanews M E L A N E N E W S one Park Ave underscore seventeen. All those different things. You can just follow her because I'm pretty sure she's gonna tag me in something too. I am. So that might. Or you just just really um, simple, y'all. Like you can reach us parkav17.com. Simple as that. Yeah. Parkav17.com. That's our main one, um, and we'll you get tapped into all this stuff. And if you want that interview with Hidden Legends, apply. Come through. Yeah, it's a simple uh, application, and then once you once you get you get your application, and you tell everybody who you are. Post it, submit it, and you get paid off your views, comments, and then um, percentages as you get bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, so if a company does exclusive stuff on your stuff now, mm-hmm. company buy, you know puts in like five thousand dollars worth of advertisements, you get thirty percent. Shut up! It's like, why not join? I mean, hey, people are gonna not gonna join because it's not a white face in front of it. Eat. Mm. Well, that's it. Well, I got the white name, you know, Ronald Osborne, but <laughs> what else can I do, bro? You are too much, you know? but that's it, Ron. Yeah, that's it. That um, is it. What's I think up with the you? Only what's thing, with you? Um, I mean, today, that's probably already out, um, well, this is pre-recorded, right? But today, I have a subscription what? of what the it? podcast, so... It's going to be three tiers. Each tier, you're going to give more than value, basically. Okay. The first tier is going to be like a community, and then you get to see like behind the scenes stuff. So before I press play, I always have stuff recorded anyway, so people get to see stuff like that. Um, let's say if you want to come on here and be like, hey, Bria, discount to you know your community, 15% off or whatever the case may be, I'll be able to give that to them as well. Mm. Second tier... Um, I cannot think of it. Second tier. Oh, because I have my Real Talk with Bree. 
if you want to be a part of that um we'll do something of that nature come together and make that happen um you'll get shout outs on the a podcast there's a lot of stuff for the second tier the third tier is pretty much my favorite you'll get digital bonuses so for an example i do have the uh, journey of becoming a podcast that's my online course that i sell you'll be able to get discounts with that um if you want to advertise on the podcast instead of it being 25 dollars, you'll just pay the 15 dollars or 10 dollars, whatever the case may be you'll have a discount um discounts with events webinars I think the digital content is what my baby is because I try to look up podcasts, social media, different content that you can use, and there's not much for podcasting. There's a lot for makeup. There's a lot for lipsticks. You talking about um, equipment or just... No, just content on what you can post for the day. There's not oh, a lot of content calendars. Yeah, you so know. I just created one, and I'm super oh, excited dope. to sell that. Yes. So every... I think it's going to be two times a month i'll be creating content to give out to the entrepreneurs if you want to be a podcast even the even the um the speaking points or talking yeah so i have this thing that's called four b's of storytelling that's going to be included as far as the digital content to help you um get through the podcast because everybody's like how did you get everything i just have a guide that's it and i just write my guide and our genuine conversation is our genuine conversation and so i'll be talking about ways of storytelling (laughs) i'll be doing the whole night (laughs) yeah and i'll be just giving tidbits of my life i mean this is my journey i can only sell my journey i can't tell nobody i can't tell nobody else's so yeah that's what the subscription is i'm excited so when this comes out the world will know but i'm gonna help i'm gonna help you on that Thank you. I'm going to send you the link. When is this dropping? Two weeks. We got time. Okay. Bet that. I'm going to get you a story in Park Ave. And you'll be the first podcast ever to be on Park Ave. Yay! Pound yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like, you know, hold on, wait a minute. So, yeah. We, we'll talk off air what will happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. There's All a right. lot of things cooking because this was really supposed to come out in September. But I'm trying to do a contest with it as well. Like, whomever, the five first people who subscribe, you get a mask and it says, what's good, podcast, gotcha. or whatever. But, you know, things happen. But we're here. It's out now. I like it. Thank you. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I got that. I'm just trying to find different outlets because now, since I'm a full-time podcaster, I want to show people in Dallas how you be a full-time podcaster and not just do this. There's mm-hmm. other streams of revenue that comes with it. You know, can I tell you something about that? Yes. Okay. Because I want to tell you off air. With those people on podcasts, mm-hmm. did you know that you're actually a news outlet? Yes. So with Melon News, what we did was we are on TV, but mm-hmm. we still got a digital outlet that we're having. We're having it to where you take your podcast and mm-hmm. certain tidbits, like even our conversation, there's at least 17 nuggets that were said amongst me and you. That's true. You can take that nugget and say, this is what we want to talk about in relationships or entrepreneurship or whatever. You can take a tidbit in one minute to two minutes. What? Mm-hmm. Put it down, you know, submit it, write one to two paragraphs. Yes. Boom. Now that's you, an ebook. That's an ebook. Yes, it is. And so what happens is, is that we're now saying, we're now looking for podcasters to provide that, mm-hmm. which is a lot simple because what happens is they'll listen to that, they'll read, you know, the paragraph, you're able to share it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, from one centralized location. Mm-hmm. It funnels back to Boys Good Podcast. It funnels back to here because they're like, whoa, what they're talking about over mm-hmm. there. No podcasters don't support other podcasts. That's true. The BFW community is lit. It's, it's, you don't, 
you don't really see artists supporting other artists. You ain't never seen two candle makers that are saying, hey, buy that person. Or buy. Mm-hmm. Everybody say, man, you got to support mine. Even if it's three years back, they yeah. want you to read. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They want you to read a book or listen to me. Shut up, bro. Like, you was talking about Kim Kardashian back then. Nobody want to hear that? Come on. But what we're doing for Melanuso, opportunity like that, too. So okay. you and I would like to get together to work out something because we bring in podcasters to actually create them to be news anchors yes. on the digital side. You can count me in. We're supposed to be doing this, but we're going to make this happen. Yeah, so let's get it make it happen. Hey. All right, y'all. So we always end it with a motivational moment. And I found this one on Instagram, and I thought this was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Motivational moment. Uh, it could be a quote, a Bible verse, anything that sparks my eye. I like to bring it on the show. Got you. And, you know, share, share the wealth, right? Mm-hmm. So this one says, and if you never shattered, how would you have known how sharp your edges are? Oh, God. Ain't that good? That's good. Somebody gonna put that on the shirt whenever. You Ain't know, that so good? That's gonna be on the shirt. You know but let that. me give her her, um, her due. Tamina Safi. That's from her. That, that, I like that. That was really good. And I, when I first read it, I was like, yo, you know, when you go through those failures, you never know how strong you are until you're on the opposite end mm-hmm. of it. Until you can go back and look at that as more of a lesson versus a failure. Because mm-hmm. it does feel like a down, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, I really don't feel defeated at this point. Mm-hmm. But when you come out, you're going to be a much stronger person than what you started out. Yeah. And you're going to come back with, with a vengeance. Strong. Because you're either proving your old self. Mm-hmm. And I always tell myself, be who you wish you had when you was a child. That's good. Yeah, so. That's good, right? Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Did you have anything else? No, nah, let's get to work. Okay, so let's get to work. All right, y'all. Well, we thank you so much for tuning in to another episode with the homie Ryan came mm. through today and dropped. I mean, the gems, the diamonds, the the gold, the platinum, the whole <laughs> shebang. It's a norm. That's why I don't do too many podcasts. This was really good. I'm gonna start selling it. Okay. <laughs> Five dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. If y'all listen to this morning, noon, evening, or night, have a great one. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b dot javon underscore. Javon is spelled J O V A H N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.